Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um kind of horror genre thriller or action movie or kids movie or you know different kinds of things and it was always more I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson who you know had been in and out of institutions from the time he was you know a kid um, and uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed uh, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. 
So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way. You know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about, in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons. And the only way you're going to, you know, get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Feral Audio music and there's no one there smell blossoms and the trees are bare all night long i'm walking on air i wonder why i wonder why hello everybody from hollywood california and meltdown comics the nerdist theater harmontown is now in session please oh my god Tonight's attendance, 40,000 people. I love it. I love it. I love it. Please welcome to the stage the mayor of Harmon Town, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you. What a crowd. I don't know. What is it? Should Again, we ask There's a, a million people What's here. What's going on? Is there a convention? Or? I think it's the World Cup. They have World Cup fever. World Cup fever. <laughs> they heard my World Cup coverage, and they're like, okay, well, uh, uh, I, uh, I'm sure it's, it's, it's uh, unrelated, but uh, I was just getting some statistics. People, some people like to celebrate this stuff. I, I got into podcasting to forget about numbers. I'm fleeing a world too obsessed with ratings and things. I come here to not pay attention to these things. However, Harmontown, but when we went out on tour, I don't know, we used to get like 60,000 to, uh, to uh, 80,000 downloads per episode. Now we're up to like 100,000 per episode. And we just passed, we, we, we had a million total when we went on that tour where we made that movie that, that, that no one ever gets to see. Uh, <laughs> and now we just passed, I was told in the green room, 10 million downloads Yay. total. <laughs> but I'm sure a lot of people download them multiple times. <laughs> Yeah, just, I don't know. These, <laughs> I don't know what you kids do. This is this is for freezies. We don't care. We don't care about no numbers. I, I want to talk for more one about person. My giant new podium here. This is really exciting. Yeah, got, just got a new podium. I have a. Th- it looks like a, like a '56 Buick. It's really. <laughs> it's, it's got really a big light big. on the front. Yeah. With a logo, we'll have to swap out for our own. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty great. I like this. Uh, all right. So, what are we going to talk about? I just started doing couples therapy. It's kind of—it's more like marriage, pre-marriage counseling. You and Rob. Yeah. 
It's a long time coming. No, Aaron and I are, you know, we want to make sure the uh, ship's all uh, airtight before we take it out did to she, the she, sea. Am, am I right in recalling that she called it engagement camp? Yeah, well, that <laughs> the, the counselor offers a six-week program called, that she calls marriage camp or something like that. Really? Uh, but after our consultation, she's like, I don't know, you know, maybe maybe you guys should do this for all, a long time. <laughs> maybe, Wait, not so, how, maybe not so much a camp as like a condo. <laughs> Yeah, let's TP more of an asylum. Uh, how many have you been to? Just one. There was one consultation, and then we had just had our first one uh, on Friday. Tell me, I, I'm very curious about that. Like, I'm, how- I'm really. It's really. It's pretty great. Like, I, 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 I like it. Just, I think the most important thing is to have language, because as we all know, relationships like they, the big thing, the 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 the, the big obstacle for them is that they're competing in their most crucial phases with something that's uh, uh, you can't compete with which is the courtship phase where there's hormones like chemicals pumping through your body looking at this person across the room you know the whole high fidelity monologue with John Cusack that it's like like you know you, that when when you're when your lover is a stranger to you and 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 you're you just love drinking a big glass of water of of how you look in their eyes and everything is fantastic it's like then you seal a deal and that's when the really rewarding stuff starts to happen like a 30 year life together for instance but at the same time the big problem with that is that that you know you can sometimes feel like like like, well it's like well now i don't uh now I'm not on fire all the time. Like we're not. We're now we're actually. Now you know what a shitty person I am. Now we now we fight sometimes, and 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 then the person I had that fight with is still th- there. You know, and it's not like it's it's not like you get in a fight and you're like I don't want to see you anymore. It's like, like I, I, we got in a fight. Now I'm gonna keep seeing you forever because I love you. But we we had like eight fights and. So it's it, it, and I think the I think the coolest thing is uh, that com- combats that phenomenon is this shared language. I think that's when artifice really comes in handy. Like it's like, it, like like you get tools. You get told like, okay, this is a fr- this is a phrase we use for this thing, so that you both know that phrase, so that you're not just on autopilot and when you start to get into a fight or something you actually have a thing that you can talk about say go like oh is this a scenario seven you know kind of thing <laughs> and my my big thing was that I, my epiphany has been th- this thing that the counselor called emotional bids emotional bids jeff bids yeah so you know when there's two people in a conversation my thing has always been well, one person's always going to need something, and then, the, and then the other person's always going to be having to give it, which means that one person's getting like robbed. You know, like I always feel like everyone's trying to steal my life force away from me, my time, my energy. Like, like, like fish hooks are coming at me, and they're going to get into me, and if I don't fend them off and 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 police my own space, I'm going to get dragged into someone else's like energy and I'm going to get dragged down and I'm going to lose my life or three hours of playing Borderlands 2 or something. (laughs) The counselor said, here's the thing that couples do. They make emotional bids. So you say, like, for instance, one of my big things that makes me insane is that if I'm driving and Aaron says, look at that, look at that thing over there. My immediate emotional reaction is to go, God damn it, I don't want to look at shit. So, yeah, you know, like I, I always, I, I, I hate it. That's when, fair. That's I hate fair. it when people, 
that's my that's my extreme example of like how that's how extreme it is with me. Like I hate fucking like I hate when people go like look at that. Like I, I like I, I I'm thinking I hate you. Don't make me look at. I, I have I have my own head. I can swivel it. I have eyes. I, I, if I want to look at something, I'll look at it. Like that's that's me being crazy. And but. <laughs> But that's just an example of like somebody saying, "Look at that," or somebody saying, "Like, oh, Game of Thrones is on tomorrow." Like, like anything, any sound you make, any, any, anything, it's a, it's an emotional bid. The, my new my new way of seeing it that the council. Wait, wait, why is it why me, is it a bid? Why, why, explain it. I don't know. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to. Don't interrupt me. Look, <laughs> Dan. Uh, don't look, look look over here. No, look over here. <laughs> You have to think of the relationship as a third thing in the room with you and your lover. When a person wants something from you, it's that don't even look at it that way. You think of it as them putting a, a little poker chip, a bid into the relationship bank. You know, they, it's so you don't have to think about it like I have to give you something or you need something. It's like it's you putting something in to this uh, third thing. And then you can have three responses to that, one of three. You can do what's called facing forward, which is like acknowledging it, which is a form of putting your own bid in there to match it. And and both parties are going to draw checks on this bank from time to time. You need your relationship to be there when you're feeling bummed out. Sometimes you're sick or you're in a bad mood. You feel fat. You want to... You, you, you go like, oh, can I, can I fall back on this relationship, you know? And if, and if it's overdrawn, if there's no trust, if it's, it's like somebody puts a bid in it and then if you go like, by, but for example, by saying like, oh, our favorite show's on tonight. If you go, yeah, yeah. Like, like that's you taking the bid out, like wiping your ass with it. I don't know where the metaphor goes, but like, <laughs> you're not, you're not matching it. And then what happens is, and this happens a lot with, with men and women is that, is that like, um, because men have this thing or they, they're, they're just like, they think too logically in their discourse. So it's like, look, look, look at that thing. Isn't that pretty? And then the guy will tend too often to go like, I don't see how that's more pretty than anything else in particular. Like trying to like, <laughs> trying to make sure, cause I think we're socialized, at least American men are socialized to like be more logical, not change our minds and all this stuff. And then like, uh, so, so that's like an example of you, you betray the trust and then, and then like the other person will double down on the bid. They start putting more shit in there and then they get all messed up and like, they go like, I don't, I, 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 I do everything and you don't do anything. And it's like, it comes out at random times. Like I could put so many, so much shit into this relationship and all that stuff. All you got to do is just like retrain your brain, even if it's perfunctoral. Because they've done these studies where they take like they've finally started uh, taking like couples science into like like they just study us like animals now and they and they just take like people who are happy as couples and they just study their behavior and they've found that if you can make bad couples <laughs> emulate good couples behavior, you the bad couples can turn into good couples. They get happy. So what is the good behavior? The good behavior is that is just that rhythm of matching emotional bids. Like someone, if someone petitions the relationship for acknowledgement, then you gotta, you gotta ring that bell too. You just, just once. That's it. Hey, look at that bridge. Oh th- yeah, that's a great bridge. Like without being sarcastic, 
fantastic. You know, you don't you don't have to agree that it's a great bridge, but you also don't be a shithead. Like, just just say, yeah, it's a great bridge. Like, 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 like just just stop. You know, face forward. Like, like, li- literally, physically face the person that wants your attention. And engage them for just as much time as they said. Oh, Game of Thrones is on tomorrow. Yeah, isn't that show great? Like, just just fucking match it. Don't. If I, you, I want to talk about this. Look over there thing and look at the bridge thing. Like, is that is that, is that a, are you are you making that up or is it an actual thing? If Aaron no, says, like I, I like, hey, look, uh, hey, uh, that, that restaurant's closed, and like, like, that's you might have a bad reaction to her just saying, look at that thing. Yes, yes. Really? I, anybody? I can't handle like like my I I, can't, I don't multitask. So if I like you, ne- no one ever knows when I'm thinking about something that that like I could just be standing here doing nothing, and what you don't know is that I'm actually engaged in something mentally. Right. And then somebody goes like like you like hot dogs? Like like if if I was literally not thinking about anything, if I was just going like I hope someone talks to me and someone goes, "You like hot dogs?" I'll go like, "Oh, I like all kinds of them. I like footlongs and uh, I like mustard and and and, uh, and that person's like, "God, I'm so glad I came over and talked to Dan Harmon." But if I here I am I'm not only am I I'm learning about hot dogs. I thought I knew about them. I, he's he knows more. And 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 then we're like you know, cut to us like just arm and arm we got a hot dog store of some kind. And, but but if I'm standing there and I happen to be like running some kind of like program like I'm going like ah oh, I've got just thinking about something like like running through a conversation in my head or you know creating my next masterpiece of course uh you guys didn't laugh hard enough at that now i feel like a shithead uh didn't sound like a joke (laughs) sounded like an emotional bid so (laughs) yeah uh and then then you like hot dogs i'm like what yeah yeah like like, 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 mad, like, like shaking you off, like you're a mosquito. What? 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 What are you asking me? Because, because I don't even hear it the first time. I just hear like noise, like ring for hot dogs. And I'm like, what? 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 What do you want? Do I, I just ask if you like hot dogs? Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I like hot dogs. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You know, I kind of like creating a masterpiece in my mind right now. <laughs> Uh, so, so, so that may or may not ever change about me, but what can change about me is I can go from not valuing the relationship enough to take action to valuing the relationship enough to take action. So, so if it's like, it's not about me. That was my big fear about couples therapy is like, Oh, they're going to pop the hood open on me. I know it's not her. That's going to have to change a bunch of shit for us to be happy. (laughs) There's going to be fucking blue wires and red wires going to be cut. And one of them is going to blow up. And, um, the, but, but it's not that it's not really that case. It's like, it's for better or for worse. It kind of like, the couples therapy perspective is if you're fucked up you're fucked up but how do you how do you make a relationship work with a fucked up person I, and the, the fucked up person like what th- while you're fucked up here's some things you can do to make your relationship not fucked up all right up. so in that moment now n- now that you have that 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 intellectual knowledge of like the emotional bids thing now when you're in your own because I, i'm also the same way i think probably most of us are uh, like I get lost in my own thoughts, and when someone interrupts them, I have no idea what's going on. Like I, I, I'm kind of listening, but I'm kind of also caught up in my own shit. Now, if Aaron says, "Look at that bridge," or "Do you like hot dogs?" You, you, are still gonna probably react in that first moment of no emotionally. Yes, like I, I won't be able to stop myself from uh, like the counselor says. It's like uh, when you hit your knee with a hammer. 
It's just a reflex. Reflexes are reflexes, but you have an internal reflexive reaction. But that can be a um, a dinner bell, like like that can be like a triangle that rings that you that is a reminder. Oh, this is the that moment where I I do that thing where I stop, face her, and acknowledge what she just said, and then go back to you know. So so it's like, yeah. It's just right, it's so, literally just changing your behavior. So so you're 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 lost in thought. You're creating a masterpiece. Someone says, "Do you like hot dogs?" You 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 hear what 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 what. So in my head, I go, "What the fuck? Who? What does he want? Shut up!" And then I and then I turn. I say, "Like like, uh, did you say do I like hot dogs?" Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm, t- you, I'm and, so glad I talked to Dan Harmon. Uh, <laughs> And you know what, sir? Um, if it, I, I was just thinking about uh, uh, my next masterpiece, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to go back to that. That's my emotional bid. Now he can either honor that or not. He can be, he can be like, "Fuck off! You get your head out of your ass! You fucking fuck!" Um, I'm like, "All right, whatever." But 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 yeah, it's like like that's another form of an emotional pit. Just be honest about whether or not you want to hang out or need space. How or... do you know when? Like, when you, I guess the the metaphor for the bid thing is that you can you can keep anteing and someone can keep just taking the money off the table and not putting anything back in. And that's that's a, that's every guy's first question. Is what if uh, you keep matching emotional bids and you keep having to look at twenty bridges per second? Um, that's my it was my first question, and then I went to the Rick and Morty writers room, and I was so excited about these tools I had learned. And every guy was like immediately was like, "What if?" But what if you look at the bridge and then say a nice bridge, and then you got to do it again five seconds later? That that what if? What if the other person? abuses me doing the normal right thing uh, and uh, is called mistrust. And, <laughs> and trust is the foundation of a relationship. So you, can, you can change anything you want about a house, but if you don't have trust in a relationship, uh, it, doesn't, it just doesn't matter. It's, it's just like a fucked up house. So, so, so you just have to fucking jump in. Like, you, just, you just have to do the science. Like, You're not going to have to look at 20 bridges. There aren't 20 bridges. She's she, like, like she really, she really just wants, it's like breathing. It's respiration. Look at the, look at the bridge. It's nice. It's just like, like am I, am I in a relationship with you? On, a, on just a microscopic little penny stock level, like, like, like just a little micro trade, like that keeps the fucking market going. Look at that bridge. Yeah. Okay. I see that bridge. Yes. I am in the space with you. I am not. I am not t- numb. I am not like like astral projecting over Miami right now. What is your, what is your stance on bridges? Like, do you do you, do you like? I a don't ever need to look at them. I uh, <laughs> I think that people put them there because there was something that needed to be ignored, <laughs> like a ravine. Look at that ravine. People were saying, look at that ravine. And they're like, yeah, we got to put a bridge over that thing. <laughs> now, 20 years later, there's a bridge on that. It's like, it's like how like, I don't have to worry about my, the teeth fillings. They fill the teeth. 
I just gotta eat the corn. That's, that's, I'm living my life. I don't want to look at my teeth. What about the Brooklyn Bridge or the San, uh, San Francisco it's Golden Gate? It's just a big dumb thing that I don't what? care. It's just a big dumb thing, Jeff. It's a bridge. Who cares? Seven people died in the construction of they that. Should, they, they, they were probably looking at the fucking bridge too much. They probably, oh, look at this bridge I'm building. The, the bridge. No, look at your work. They died when there was no bridge. They died when it was still a river. Well, like, so good. It's good they built the bridge. Thank you for dying. I don't want to look at the. I don't want to look at the bridge. Why not? Because it's a bridge. I see it on a postcard. It's everywhere. It doesn't matter. I see it on TV. Do you like? Do you like buildings? Do you like to see a skyscraper? No, I don't like architecture. I think it's all dumb. I don't. I I think that's what we're learning right now. Is that you just like there are certain things that some people find fascinating that you that you disregard. Yeah. Do you like nature? Like you say, look at that sunset. Look at that that mountain. Look at that. Barely. Nature yeah. gets this much from me. I, I when we were at you know if I'm if I'm in a new climate like when we went to Banff, um, uh, the, 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 the the city so nice they they removed its vowels. Uh, the, it was like in the middle of a national park. So nice they effed it twice. Uh, the uh, yes, that's right. Okay, thank you. Of, yes, that, okay. that that did deserve applause. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, it deserved exactly that much. <laughs> It didn't deserve a standing ovation. It deserved a nice, polite yeah, no, applause. It, 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 it was like a parlor trick, what yeah. you did there. It was like, it was like, a, like if you'd made a ping pong ball come out of my nose. It deserved that much applause. Uh, yeah, if it's breathtaking, you know, it's like, wow, look at that. That looks like The, sh- the Shining. That looks like, uh, what you, that looks like that movie I like. Right. You know. But you look, can't look at all those trees. There's so many trees. You, you're never you, you're never just driving on the road or just stop and go. Oh my God, it's fucking beautiful out right now. I tried to do that once on a. <laughs> I took a road trip by were, myself. Were you hurt during the process? Of- <laughs> and I, and I remember like I was like, I'm just gonna drive and I'm gonna like look at nature. Wait, was this your vision quest? That yeah, you took? my oh. vision quest. Where I ended up just eating at different sizzlers across the country <laughs> because I don't know what I'm doing and I was like. I was like I'm just gonna get out there and like, like throw a blade of grass in the air and whichever way it points, I'm gonna drive that way. And you know, I'm gonna meet Reese Witherspoon and she's gonna guide me on a thing or make a mixtape for me and I'm gonna get cancer and then recover. Or, I'm, 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 all the shins are gonna be playing and I'm gonna be like like finding shit is gonna be me and a silhouetted against the sun on a cliff edge, going ah. <laughs> It's just different hotels, people going, do you have a reservation? No. Well, what are you, What were you thinking? Uh, I'm on a vision quest. In Denver? I didn't know I was going to end up here. Ooh la la. Uh, you're in the asshole suite. There's, there's, a, there's coffee in the morning. Uh, do you not want us to tell you that? Uh, Chief... Chief Vision Quest. Uh, no, I want to know there's coffee. Uh, I got. I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna drive. I'm gonna take this back road. And then the sun was setting over this field, and I was like, that's. I bet that's the kind of thing that uh, people call beautiful. And I'm going you, you to. Mean, you mean human beings? I'm gonna get out of the car and enjoy it like in a movie. Uh-huh. And I and I, I pulled my car over. I was like, it's perfectly quiet and beautiful and I got out of the car I stepped out of the car and I was just like into a cloud of gnats 
and I, and I like ran five feet down the road. It's like, Jesus Christ, gnat cl- cloud. And the gnats like follow me. Like, like imagine that cloud of gnats. Like, like they're like, do they like heads? Like, wait, wait, wait. What, what, I don't understand gnat clouds. Like, what, are they waiting for a head? I and think, then, and then when one comes to them, they're I like, "We're that, st- I think, stoked." I think that you you, you perceive a gnat cloud because your head is in a bunch of gnats. That's, I yeah. think that there's also gnats over there too. You you could, you could stick no, your head. No, they, but they're in clouds. Gnats. There's like a cloud. Such a thing as a cloud of gnats. It's an isolated. Localized phenomenon. There's, you know, they cluster. They like, they like each other. I don't know if that's just them reproducing or, or talking, sharing notes on naturey. Like, 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 and then your head goes in it. But it seems like once your head goes in it, they're like, "There's a head!" And then, like you, you move your head, and they like move with you because they're like, "It's a head. That's like it's our new religion. We're, we love this guy's head." Zardoz is here. <laughs> Because they love to go in your nose and your ears and like 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 their little grottos like 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 gnats are like hooking up in your mouth. <laughs> uh, anyways, I so I got back in the car and uh, yeah, I never got out of it again. <laughs> and I'm still happy. I'm still I'm still creating masterpieces. But are you saying that you're you 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 don't generally or or frequently or sometimes once in a while have like look around and go oh shit like that's like, I want to yeah no so I like like I like weather like like I go like oh it's <laughs> such a beautiful night like when it's really nice yeah. you know like there you go yeah I like that T- tactile like things like oh what a nice feeling night like a little salty blanket <laughs> around me it's a, a salty blanket <laughs> Do you, do you know you do you do you want me to give you a salty blanket? <laughs> Is that where you jizz on my head or something like that? Or, 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 or. It's a little just to call it out like that. Oh oh, and also hey, listen to this. So listen 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 to the sound my throat makes when I laugh now. <laughs> Wait, you, you have to listen listen for the like the, for, this, for, for the ru- it sounds like a rheumatism a card and bicycle spokes. <laughs> what on earth? Yeah, that's that's not good. That's what I asked the doctor. That's not good. I went to a, I went to a eyes nose and throat guy. What is that about? Well, I don't know. I want what, a fucking answer. I don't. I don't want to live in a world where there's no answer for that. Well, he put a camera. First, he numbed my nose. He put by shoving a wad of cotton up my nose, and to, and, he get, and then he gave me five minutes. I'll give you five minutes uh, that'll numb your nose. You'll thank me. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then he came back and uh, like. Like what do they do when they leave for five minutes? Do they, is that just that, like like doctors fucking suck? They're the worst. They're just they're terrible. I've I've been he's not gonna hang out for the five minutes that you you're gonna get numb. He's gonna go do a thing, answer an email, well, play, play some Candy Crush. <laughs> he plays Candy. I think he goes and plays Candy Crush. So he comes back and then he takes this camera, which is like it's like a spaghetti noodle, like a black spaghetti noodle. And he just inserts it into my nasal passage, and it go- I can feel it. He says it, do- it won't. This won't hurt, but it will tickle. And he was he was right, but it will hurt psychologically <laughs> to know a thing is invading your fucking passages. Like, like it, it didn't physically hurt, but it broke my mind. 
it made me feel small and like an animal. Uh, made me feel like a small animal, like a like a like a ocelot at a zoo, and 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 they're, and they're just like he just like kept feeding it, and I could feel it going down my throat. Like I, it was and like you're, you're totally like you're awake. Yeah, you're... I'm just hanging out, I'm sitting in a chair. And he, he gave you a, like a local anesthetic. Yeah, and nose. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a thing going down your throat. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay, uh, say E. I don't know if he's just trying to be different. <laughs> like just, like, I'd say it probably opens up your like ah uh, is opens uh, up your levering so you're. Well, why not ah? Is he just trying to be hip? Ah, uh, I don't know. I think E sounds more. Maybe I think I he's know. like ah is like fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> say ah. Uh, this yeah, is Silver funny. Lake, man. Say E. <laughs> um, it wasn't. Open Silver your Lake. mouth and say E. <laughs> so I said E, and then every time I said it, like I could feel it, my fucking like nose membrane vibrating. That's why this. he had you say E because he knew that would fucking happen. He's not looking at my nose thing. That's just where the cables run down my fucking throat. <laughs> but that's symptomatic. He wants, of a he thing wants to look happening. at something in my throat. So he says, like, okay, there's no, there's no tumors on your vocal cords. He just fucking blurted that out. I'm like, uh, thanks for letting me know that was a possibility. So, so when I, when you heard that, you thought, let's look for that tumor. Let's find out where that tumor is, and just, ke- and just kept your fucking cool. That, that's what he should have done with that five minutes. Well, my nose numbed. You said, "I'm going to take this five minutes to talk about talk to you about no, fucking then, cancer." No, because then you then your throat would tighten up and the thing wouldn't get in there. You want to be fucking loose as a goose. Yeah. So every, everything's everything's built on a lie in these in these buildings. It's full of these people in white coats that 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 they have. Take it easy, man. There's no di- <laughs> there's no. I'm t- I've said it, said it before. I'll say it again. A serial killer is is just a doctor without a parental support system. It's just, it's just, it's just a kid who didn't, couldn't afford medical school. They, they all start by looking at a cat under the crawl space and gets pulled out. They all go like, "Oh, that's neat. I want to see what's inside there." And then, then some of them end up just stalking the fucking streets of, of, of Buffalo. And then others end up charging you sixty grand to, to, to hit your knee with a hammer. You, you, you live in a terrifying world. It's just like, like these people, like they want to open you up, and they they love it. They love it, and everything's a shot with them. Like, like I can't wait to put a needle in you, and take out your plasma out of your body, your vital liquids. You, the seawater simulation that we evolved to carry with us to keep us alive. You know, like when we came out of the ocean. Are you, are you having a stroke right now, man? I, I'm worried about you right now. Do it, do, do it again. Are you? How do we? Know? I'm pretty sure that's a tumor. That's got to be a tumor. What, what makes that? Fun? It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. So dumb. Don't. Uh, come on. No, that that this, does that does deserve applause too. Not more than the effed it twice. Uh, <laughs> certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> There's, t- there's, there's, there's different reasons to applaud. Uh, that was some Coulier level shit. Uh, uh, he said tumor. I can go. It's not a tumor. Uh, anyways, not, not to not to punish you to keep your reactions organic. You do, you do, I'm not gonna punish you. I, I'm fucking alarmed at that sound. I, I need to <laughs> there's like a dude in there. 
There's like an indie film being produced in like, there about like, a guy in a larynx I, then, who's like, where am I? Then, I, uh, I? I can't imagine why, but a fellow's raising his hand over here. I, oh. I, I, please be a doctor. Uh, I have tumors on my vocal cords. Not a big deal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we got that on mic. He said, I have tumors on my vocal cords. Not a big deal. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I don't have them, so I probably have something worse. Is a tumor in your trachea a big deal? Yes. Okay, well, now I get to... Do you, yeah. do you make that sound when you do an ex exhale like that? As far as I know, I don't. No. <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> the reason why I found out about it is because of all this podcastery. Like I've been listening to myself, you can hear it in like Aisha Tyler's podcast. Like you hear I, when I laugh, I, laugh, I go I often go, <laughs> and then and then like 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 it, is, like, it sounds like the mic's broken or, or, or something. Maybe you're just maybe you're just purring. <laughs> Anyways, there's no discomfort or anything. It's just this sound. So right, I, another hand is raised. I, I want this. Please, all be doctors. <laughs> Do you snore too? I snore and I do when I gain a certain amount of weight I get sleep apnea like I I'll, I'll wake up <gasps> like like freaking out. Thank you for asking. Uh, so the, that's these are questions the guy asked yeah. the doctor. So or, you, so he he pulls the camera out. Does he, he pulls he, it out, which was so fucked up. Like it was like it was like you know. Does he the, pull it out like like just like, like anal beads and just like wow those, like those, <laughs> like anal beads? Yeah, like yeah. yank. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming. Nasal beads. <laughs> Nasal beads. Um, yeah, it was kind of like, like, like these people don't care about the, you know, they, they look at us like, they look at us like, okay. like animals. I'm assuming they reuse that because it's got to be te technology. But they, 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 how do they clean that thing off? It's been done a million people. Yeah, throat. he just put it down and I'll bet you 10 bucks the next guy that came in, he's probably, he probably sprays it with like a, you know, a mist of like Avion or something. He probably like runs it under a, 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 a UV light or something like that, that that some pharmaceutical company gave him for free to push pills. Here, is that from, from Razaplaz. It's a free gift. This this UV light will make all the AIDS go off of your uh, equipment. Go ahead, trust us. And don't forget Razaplaz. For every $80 Razaplaz prescription, we'll give you a golf club. So he, pull, so he pulls it out. Do you have anything? Did, did he say, here's why you're, you're, you, you make that sound all of a sudden? No. He said, he said, no tumors on your vocal cords, which I'm now finding out would have been the fucking jackpot. <laughs> no, it just wouldn't have been a big deal, man. <laughs> um, and, now, and then he said, okay, so now... I'm gonna get. Here's what I. Here's what we have to eliminate as a possibility. You have acid reflux. Uh, what sometimes can happen is, it'll during your sleep some acid will splash into your trachea. Trachea will swell up a little bit, and that can make that sound. Uh, like the like a. I don't know. It's like a flappy. Looks like your trachea is farting when you're <laughs> exhaling, like, um, because it's a little swollen from the acid. So he gives me like advanced Prilosec, like a kind of like free samples of some kind of shit. And, and he gave me a shot of cortisone because I, I, I honestly think it's just because they like to hurt people. I don't, I don't, I don't, the cortisone was supposed, supposedly was supposed to clear the pathways or something. They just, they just don't feel like they've done their job unless they've inflicted some kind of torture on someone. Oh, uh, no, they, no, they, I, they take an oath and that's the first line. I know, but why do you think that is? If you protest too much, you know, like, 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 so, okay, all right, I swear to God, I'm not a serial killer. You, if you have to say that before you go to work, like, fucking go to check it out you know I don't know man 
paranoid. It's just it's called uh, uh, latrophobia. Fear of doctors. <laughs> Look it up, man. All right, so so you're good. You're all well, right. Well, I know I'm not good. I'm in. I'm my. I, I, I'm in. I'm Schrodinger's uh, uh, health. I, I know it, because it's not. It's a, he gave me this stuff, and it's not going away. <laughs> Jesus, it's fucking really disturbing. So. I had to schedule an appointment I mean, like, for I mean, him. If you, if you, it sounds like almost like a reed, the, the way reed instruments make notes. Yeah. Like if you, if you exhaled hard enough, you might make a nice note. Yeah. Yeah, if I try, could try, do it. Go, go really hard. Try it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, if it doesn't go away, which it clearly isn't, and I go to a follow-up appointment, then I got to get a CAT scan. Yeah. Which is, as we all know, is the thing you get before they tell you you're dying. <laughs> you should, you should, I was going to make a bad joke. I, w- I would have got no applause. What if they gave me a cat? What are you going to say? What if they gave you a cat scan and there was a cat in you? I, I, I was going to say Sch- Schrodinger's cat scan. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's America. been our show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think part, I don't know how much of that no, was like the they're pe- like let's do a bit by no, no. <laughs> I, I guarantee the people clapping all thought of that joke too they're, they're applauding themselves for that one uh, alright <laughs> wait <Ready? laughs> it's like an HP Lovecraft like, like it ain't right, my, it ain't right. is a pineal gland uh, are you gonna end up sounding like Tom Waits like, like are you gonna get the I don't know I don't know, man. Well, no, because it's not on my vocal cords. It's not. I may end up... Wait, 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 so what's it on? Is it in your larynx or what? He's, trachea? Trachea. <laughs> don't know. All right. Let's bring out uh, son of a doctor, Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> I am a son of a doctor. <laughs> it's very hard to bite my lip back there while you're going off on half my family's chosen profession. But your dad's a shrink, right? Yeah, they're also psychopaths. Yeah. They're, they're like, we don't just play God with the body, we play God with the mind. Yeah. Right? Is he a psychiatrist or a psychologist? Iatrist, psychiatrist. So he can, yeah, he's probably he's probably experimenting with all kinds of drugs all the time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like sort of furthering Nazi technology. <laughs> he's got like people under there that he's crossbred with monkeys and stuff like that. He's doing some new shit. I don't know. I don't think my dad has an exciting life. I don't think he's like, I. First of all, he is. Uh, he's a very kind, nice man. And he, uh, I think, genuinely is affected by people being sick around him, which is not good, because that's not a good doctor. You don't want a doctor who's crying on the operating table. (laughs) Like, oh, fuck, this, I hope I get this right. Oh, shit. Why? Why did I choose this? I think it really is like that. I see him. I see him be affected by that. But I think he's a psychiatrist, and I don't. I don't know if he's like dealing with really interesting stuff or anything. Yeah. Does he have like an office downtown? 
Downtown no. Pakistan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Pakistan, uh, as you know, is an eight-block radius. <laughs> <laughs> we just got our second ice cream shop. It's very exciting. <laughs> we do have seven Starbucks, though. Uh, that's just a Starbucks oh, Can I ask you guys a question? Who, what, what do you guys make of these people in the movies and on the TV shows when they and they when when someone asks them to sit and then they and then they go I'd rather stand. Who what is it with the, I don't get those people. I, why, why would that you, is a very specific beef, my friend. I was just thinking about that. You know, like like. I mean, like I, my, also I would say who who tells. I'd like you to sit down for this. Yeah, like, oh, who yeah. does that first of yeah. all? Because if someone said to you, like, look at that bridge, you'd be fuck you. Yeah. And so he goes, sit down. You go, fuck, now I'm standing. Oh, like, you, you, uh, okay, you, yeah. yeah. You're, you're just, but it's never like that in the movies. It's more like, it's more like, uh, I, it's like, like, like they're, you're supposed to sit because, you know, they want to tell you something you don't want to hear. And then the person's like, I'll do it standing. Like, well, what kind of, what kind of conviction is that? <laughs> just sit. It's a free seat. How often do you get to sit in this life? But, I mean, how many battles do you get to fight that you're definitely going to win? Like, that's one of them, right? Oh, uh, okay. Like, this one I win. Yeah, make me sit. Yeah. <laughs> Next time someone tells me to sit, I'm definitely going, I'd rather stand. I'm definitely. You know what I always wanted to do in my life is when someone says, uh, are we clear? I want to say crystal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to do that, you know? <laughs> I also want to say, like, game-recognized game in, like, a unironic... Gay-recognized game? No, game-recognized game. People do that. No, you never heard that? that phrase? It's badass. Say it again? Game-recognized game. Like, like, oh, you're oh. good, I'm good, and we oh, see uh, each other. That's stupid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Like, we're both con artists, or...? No, like, like, not, like, like, not a game. I mean, game. Like, 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 you, 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 uh, we, we, two, two, two great minds think alike. Yeah, kind of. game recognized game. That's yeah, so that's, that's <laughs> dark. So, stop, wait, stop, wait, stop. Wait, saying is, that am right I now. not being clear? You know wait, what? That you know did what? not set you up for Christmas. Yeah! <laughs> also, he, he, he doesn't recognize game, Kamel. No, I. I, rec- I, I, I recognize, recognize clunky. <laughs> clunky recognize clunky. Yeah. That is hard to say. Game recognize game. That's a lot of fucking consonants and. You guys have heard that, right? Yeah. That's not a yeah. smooth. It's, it's still thing. really stupid. It's really I, game no. recognize game. Crystal. Well, you know why? You guys don't recognize game. That's I recognize game. I recognize. I don't. Think, you guys are failing. I don't think liking that saying has, means you have game. I think that's 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 an absence it of makes games you sound to like, say no. like, like Joshua in war games like, like like it makes you sound like a robot. Game recognized game? Yeah. No, it's a conveying an idea with only three words that would take longer than three words to but convey. But it's not even a real sentence. It's caveman language. No, but you're conveying doesn't matter if it's a What real are you sentence. conveying? I still don't even understand it. Okay. See? Dead. It's so hard. You, you've got no game, man. Yeah. If like, I have to explain like, it to you, like, you got, you're not you gonna got, get it. You got, you got game. game. You got game. You got game. So if if you've got game and I've got game, game recognize game. Crystal. Also game game hate verbs or yeah, game g- hate. Yeah, Chanto yeah. love recognize. <laughs> recognize is a verb, motherfucker. Yeah, but but it, uh, uh, okay, Jeff yeah. recognize verbs. Yeah, game. Oh. Game hates what? A prepositional phrase. I don't know. Yeah. Fire kill mother. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I like, are we clear, Crystal, because that sounds film noir. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That, um, let me come up with Game. another three-word you, you, thing. Oh, uh, uh, 
Vocal cord tumors, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, okay, here's one. I, 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 by the way, I think you should go to a different doctor. <laughs> I, I, I like, yeah, I like how blasé that was. I got, you got tumors all over your throat. It's no big deal, it's bro. No big deal. Hey, I have great news. <laughs> you have tumors all up in your throat. I have to go home. <laughs> recognize the game. I was, I was at the, I may have said this on the show before, but I don't think so. I was at the airport at 10 a.m. Uh, at LAX in one of the shitty terminals because all LAX terminals are the worst because it's not a good airport. I'm from L.A. I, I'm proud of L.A., but our airport is shit. And I was at there. It was like 9, 10 a.m., and the bar is rammed at 10 a.m. Like there's a million... It, somehow it's okay at the airport to get beer with your breakfast yeah. at 9 a.m. No, there's no oh, rules. No. Fuck Air, everything. Airports are, airports are for drinking. Drink at an airport. It's but fucking it's, great. Uh, is it? Yeah. They have a, they have a, uh, 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 a bar. Well, you, in, 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 in Europe, like, 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 like uh, in Ireland. Um, the, the, you sound like a child right now. I don't know why. Because I'm excited. There's this bar in Ireland, in Europe. Dan, yeah, but, Dan should, we, should, should we be sitting down for the story? I got a flight out of Dublin, uh, and and there's a there's like a fucking re, it's like a pub, like 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 it was like across from the gate. Like it was like I sat and I had a pint. And You're like I, a child trying to uh, describe Legoland right now. <laughs> <laughs> and there was there was this bar and uh, and uh, they had pints and they, and they have one in Chicago. Props to Chicago o o O'Hare. Oh, okay. Front row. O'Hare is the worst airport I've ever. No, been. not true. <laughs> not true. But no, they have a true. bar there that while 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 overtly a bar in Chicago. No, I've heard everything in, at the airport. <laughs> like like here's the problem with most bars now. That's like, like in airports. Like they've all they've all become like these like fucking Flanagan Johnsons. They have open at noon. Yeah. Um, closes at 3 p.m. Uh, and then they have fucking robots on the on the bottles so that, that no one can. That, that infuriates me. Oh, is me. that right? You, it, can't they, you can't overpour. And the bartenders, like if you if you make fun of it, it's like, it's, it's like oh, mm, meat, meat, mop, mop. Is that a proper shot? Mm, good job, Logan's run. Like, wait, he got the, upset at that. The, <laughs> the the bartenders game like, recognized like, game. They they. <laughs> I'm fucking hitting three pointers all night tonight, man. You know what I'm saying? I fucking can't lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> The, I, I, the, there's a there's an airport bar in Chicago that's like like it it it, it, it it's goofy because it's like kind of like like uh, is it the the all brushed aluminum sports center kind of uh, no it's like a, it's like a bright white like it's like it's like you're in the Billy Jean video and Michael Jackson has touched all the everything <laughs> wow okay uh, oh yeah. younger crowd yeah. uh, by the way if you guys don't get it it is a fucking spot on description <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Um, it, but so it's so in that sense, it's not, it's not the place. It's not a place that I would drink at if it was if it was just in Los Angeles. But but here's the kick. Here's the here's the thing. No, no, no fucking kids because it's like clearly a grown up place, and so there's not fucking families go, like eating their mustard sandwiches with their fucking strollers going like, oh, I can't wait to get to Disney World, and it's like I'm trying. I'm a fucking alcoholic. Get out of here. Yeah, this is my job. I'm like, at work right now. I'm at, I was, I was, you, it used to be part of the culture. You know, you go to the airport, and it's like, oh, it's the airport. There's no law here, booze-wise. 
You can't be judged for drinking at 9 a.m. because it might be 3 p.m. to you. You might be from Melbourne. That is what it is. Yeah. People think they can get away with and it. You, and also, you're, you're in a like. In, I was just at uh, Chicago O'Hare, and there's like a Mexican like there's a big there's a big food court area, and off yeah. to the side is the Mexican place. of really good guacamole. You know this place? Yeah. yeah. And and I was there, and it was really international. Like like everybody was from somewhere. It was like awesome. an internationally airport. Uh, it was. <laughs> everybody there was from somewhere like like. Like she was from like part of Mexico. She, uh, someone was from Portugal. It wasn't and, all people from Chicago. No, yeah. right. I mean, there were people that were connecting through, but everybody was from somewhere interesting, and they were all going to cool places too because it's in. The How do you know? Because we all talked. We, it was it was nine a.m. He talks to strangers. He talks to strangers all the time. Your life is like a Stephen King movie without any threat. <laughs> I'll go for that. I'll go for that. No, and also, it's just <laughs> random people connecting. <laughs> but there's no boogings outside also, the fight. And, and, and I forget what terminal in Chicago here. There's the sporty one. It's kind of shit. It's all brushed aluminum. And there's a cranky old fucker that works behind the bar, and he's hilarious. And people that go to the airport a lot go to that bar because he's really funny. So you meet a bunch of characters. It's like a weird Cheers kind of situation. And I, I actually have met people at that bar in Chicago and gotten their phone numbers and like hung out with them when I came back to town because like like it's it was it's a good this place. This is not good behavior. <laughs> you shouldn't be. It's called having a personality. This You're is fucking hang out and meet crazy. people. You talk to people. Don't so anyway, crazy. let's get back to my fucking story. So I, I, uh, I'm at LAX, 10 a.m., maybe, maybe even 9 a.m., and we're at the fucking bar, and it's, it's absolutely jammed with people. And maybe there was a delay in a flight, so it's just completely random. So there. many interesting people, right? Yeah. Well, I get in there, and I, so I, there's nowhere to sit or to stand. There's no seats at the bar. There's no table. So I just walk up and think, I'll have a beer. Uh, while I'm, you know, getting ready to get in the plane, it's 9 a.m. I have a beer. We're at the airport, yeah. and and I and I go up there and, I, and, and, I, and I wave down the uh, I, I wave down the bartender, and he looks at me and he goes, ID. He just yells, ID. I, oh, Jesus Christ! So I take out my ID and I put it in the bar, and he goes, and so then he goes away for a while to make a drink. Then he comes back, and goes, What do you want? <laughs> he didn't look at the ID. No, no, no. The, the ID's on the okay. bar. He's got his hand on it, and he's looking at me. He goes, What do you want? I go, I'd like a Modelo Special. He goes, $6! <laughs> and, he, and so I go, okay. So, and he stands there and waits for me to take the money out. Like, 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 like he couldn't just go make it. He's standing oh. staring at me with his, my, his hand on my ID. And I take the money out. And then he looks, takes the money and goes away. And he's all angry. It's fucking 9 a.m. He's too busy. And he brings me the beer. And there's nowhere to be. So I just stand behind the people at the bar. And I start to drink my beer. And he goes, you can't stand when you drink in here. And I turned to him and said, I can stand it if you can. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty good for 9 a.m. No fucking laugh at all. Of I course. can stand it. Are we clear? Crystal, that's fucking better than that because it was on the fucking fly. Yeah. You well, can't stand when you drink in here. I can stand it if you can. <laughs> no, don't give me your fucking bullshit applause. I thought it was pretty good. For me, the least believable part of the story is that a beer at the airport costs six dollars. It was eight, whatever the fuck it was, eight dollars. So, speaking of Chicago, you were uh, 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 in my hometown of Milwaukee. You yeah, and in Chicago, I was in yeah. Chicago, Minneapolis, and Milwaukee. It was great. I had a great. Was time. it? Were they a good crowd in Milwaukee? They were an awesome crowd. I asked you. I was like, "Hey, what's the vibe with the city?" And you said, uh, "Blue collar liberal." <laughs> yeah, and if. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I had a great time. I met Frito. Frito. He did not uh, introduce himself as that. Is it Frito? Friedel. Well, his name is Friedel. F R I E D E L, German name. Okay. But we always called him Frito. 
Like, because it just sounds like Frito. Frito. Someone, these guys. No, Rob Schraub. I was Schraub yesterday. He told me the story of how he drove you around while you were losing your virginity yeah. in the back seat. Well, <laughs> well, that <laughs> that actually sounds better. Uh, that I, the, the sad fact is that he drove. He he would accompany me because I was afraid to drive navigate the freeway systems of Milwaukee when I was uh, 16, 17, 16, I think I was like. I don't know. I don't know how to get to this girl's apartment without getting lost. So he would come with me because he was more grown up than me at our age, and uh, and 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 I rewarded him for his uh, partnership by letting him sit in the girl's living room and watch TV while I would make out with her in her bedroom. And then and then what about it, the family? Uh, well, do, do you mean the kid, her kid that was in a crib next to the bed where we were making out? <laughs> You know, sometimes just like a little physical detail in a story opens up a whole afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, picture a crib with a baby in it and then me making out with a, the, the mother of the child and then above on the, of the, on the wall above us is a uh, dot matrix printed banner for uh, New Kids on the Block. Wow. That, that just said New Kids on the Block? It actually said, I heart Jordan Knight. Every she, detail she, of this story made me sadder. Wait, she printed that out for herself, and that's, yeah. that's, that's in the reminder, that's yeah. in the nursery that she loves Jordan Knight. Yeah, how old? She was like what? twenty, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, old enough to know better. I, that's I how I roll. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know if I wanted a woman old enough that her having a baby wasn't like kind of a bummer, or but then the NKOTB thing—that's what I'm calling him. What <laughs> that would have been a bummer. So there's no good age for that. No. Unless she was like, it was like, you know, Susan Sarandon, and I was like, you know, coming. But then, of age. why does she like? Why does she like New Kids on the Block? Then that's oh, that'd be weird. Well, maybe, maybe no she thought range. her baby would like it. Yeah, that is the the banner. So for, poor Friedel, uh, not only would he like wingman me or whatever you call that, like sat in the living room and like, well, well, we would make out chauffeur. When it when it finally came time for me to uh, uh, discard my maidenhood. Um, <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, you're not no. being very crystal right now. <laughs> what do you mean, discard your maidenhood? Loses virginity? Uh, uh, Wait, I, I, was try, I was trying to come up with Fraser talk for lose my virginity. Maidenhood? Yeah, well, whatever. Okay. All right. I was, it, was a, it was a bit, you assholes. So it was with the same this, lady. This isn't Donahue. All right, sorry. <laughs> Donahue, Donahue was a show in the... <laughs> There was a, there was Around a the time that the Billie Jean vi video was playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right after. He right. was our Ricky Lake. Okay, there was this girl, Ricky Lake. <laughs> uh, was it the same lady? You were, like, dating a lady? The, uh... Who, Ricky Lake? No. <laughs> you were dating this 20-year-old lady. Dating, yeah. Hook, and, and, hooking up. And, and you were how said? old? You were younger than her? He was 16, 17, 16. 16. How did you meet her? Online. But it wasn't really, yeah, it wasn't really called online yet. It was like a, mo a modem. <laughs> a chat, chat room kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Was she a babe? She was, I, I met a lot of good looking uh, uh, young ladies. Uh, but, 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 but like, like, yeah, I never, I, I, like considering the possibilities 
you know, like, like, yeah. like it could have easily, you know, you're, you're chatting with someone that's saying, yeah. I'm a, I'm an 18 year old, you know, let's get, meet up in real life. Like considering how the many ways that could have gone, I was very lucky. So, so she lived in Milwaukee, you lived in Milwaukee. Um, yeah, and so Frito... And you would have a friend of yours drive you because you didn't like navigating the mean streets of Milwaukee. I just didn't even know how. I was just like... I would, and, 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 and it's barely different you're, now. It just has GPS now. The the highways of Milwaukee, your own manhood. So yeah. much going on, right? Yeah, so I, when I came time to live my virginity, this is just Maidenhood. to say how cool Frito is. Frito didn't drive me around while I did it in the backseat. We drove to under the Hone Bridge in Milwaukee. It was the dead of winter. She didn't want to fuck by the baby. <laughs> Is that what it was? Well, her mom had come home. Oh. The night that we did it, her mom came home and was angry because she had found out that, that the girl had taped back together a check for the New Kids on the Block fan club that, sh that the mother had ripped up because she hadn't done some chore or something. So the, the, daughter had, the daughter had taped it back together, sent it to the new kids on the block, and they cashed it. Because they saw the writing on the wall. What was, what was it? They were like, what was the amount? What was the amount? is coming. What, what was the amount on that check? Any, any it was like a fucking dollar. I think it was literally a dollar. What does that dollar buy you? I, I, I don't, I, uh, more printer uh, uh, ink? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. That is, God, the story. But is so they got in this bleak. big, big drunken fight, and the mom like pulled out a steak knife and was what? like, and I was like, in my you were there? acrylic sweater with my rat tail and my <laughs> my earring and my pimples, going like, "Hey, cool down, man! <laughs> you guys are mother and daughter. Is there a you baby? You love each other, man." And, and it was so romantic. The kid is not my son. <laughs> And so, for, to reward me for my valor, I, we went under the Hone Bridge. And you knew it was for this. She was like, listen, you stood up for me yes, against thank my you. mom. I'm going to take your maidenhood. Yeah. <laughs> she basically, that was the deal. Like, seriously, she was like, let's go get this you, done. You had, well, I think it was more like, like kind this, of like... This, this is you losing your virginity, this story? Yeah. Wow. So you'd been working out, you'd been making out with her, yeah. and you guys hadn't had sex yet. Right, and then it was like, this is, I mean, I think it was just a culmination of yeah. emotional... Now, now, now there was an emotional crisis, right. and yeah. It was like, let's go, let's, let's go fucking, somewhere. Tonight's the fucking Stop night. Anger I'm part of the fucking diamond right now. Fucking. <laughs> so, so Frito, this is all just the story, I'm just telling you how cool Frito is who you met. So poor fucking Frito... <laughs> hung out in the fucking snow and ice in Milwaukee while I in my fire my mom's firebird Jesus uh, Christ uh, you know I like that the firebird is the most shocking detail <laughs> no, the thing is any, any specific detail from now on is gonna make it only worse <laughs> I mean, I've told this story a lot before because it's 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 the the ending is even more amazing because I, I, I all, all I remember is the Dana. I know, but yeah, 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 they yeah. had sex with her. I uh, used a condom because I'm I'm a classy, responsible gentleman. <laughs> Uh, and, and it finished and it had the condom and I like I didn't know what to do with it first condom first used condom I didn't have a little bag you never the... masturbated into a condom before you <laughs> no, let's, let's get back to that one Camille <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna table that one until after dance sir <laughs> that, that reminded me of that play that, that toys movie with Robin Williams when someone goes like it's floating fake poop you know for the bathtub and, 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 and then a guy goes come on we've all done it 
and everyone looks at him, and just, the scene just moves on. We all shit in the tub sometimes. <laughs> Camille's blushing right now. <laughs> so anyways, I took the Which condom. Which takes a lot. I know. <laughs> there was a, I believe it was called a moonroof on the car, which is a sunroof that doesn't really open all the way. It just kind of props open uh, about 20 degrees. And, uh, and so I, I very uh, g- gracefully, like, went, you took the condom and, like, I had to, I chucked it backwards, like, out the, out the opening of the moonroof. Dead of winter, so Frito, 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 come back in from the snow. Fucking uh, Wait, friend, he, friends where, forever. Where is, where is he huddled in a, in a ditch? Like he, where, it was there? actually like we. He was with a friend of the girls. Like we, 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 we the girl, my girl, uh, uh, got him a girl. Like like her, was he a making friend of hers from work. Was he making out with this other girl? I don't know if they were making out. Maybe they're just chatting and smoking. I don't know if he got anywhere with her or not. I, I can't it's, remember. It's, it's snowing out, right? Like, it's uh, cold. Yeah. And so, Frito, get back in, and we take everybody home, and thank you very much. I got school tomorrow. I, 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 I drive the Firebird into the garage. I get out. I go. I, I tiptoe inside. I go to sleep. I get, I get up in the morning, go out to the cold garage, you know, the sub-zero garage, and, and they're frozen to the roof. But also like like fucking like amazingly like a like frozen in a wind sock kind of like like it wasn't like a crumpled up thing it was like it had a, it had somehow like yeah. the wind had like stretched it and like 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 like, like a tadpole yeah. tail you know it had been yeah. whipping in the wind probably and then slowly like froze yeah and so it just looked like this 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 you know. Uh, this like uh, g- g- green antenna. <laughs> yeah, it's a flag memorializing your yeah. spent maidenhood. Yeah. And I just looked at the camera and said, "It's a living." <laughs> so, so yeah, I rush out. <laughs> so, so lucky nobody else saw that first. Your mom didn't come down. Yeah. Like, oh man. But what would she do? Uh, what, she would she? She wouldn't touch it. She'd be like, "What's this?" And I would go, "Mom." <laughs> That's it. What do you think, Mom? Gun to your head, Mom. What do you think? (laughs) That's like when when my mom found uh, weed in my clothes pocket when I was was home from. I came home to do my laundry, uh, like a good twenty-year-old, twenty twenty, early twenties guy, and uh, my mom was like going through my laundry, like I I, and found, pulled out this baggie from one of my pockets. What's this? And I said, "That's." What you get for going through laundry? (laughs) (laughs) Now you know. I'll explain the condom thing. Okay. I mean... (laughs) If your whole life, the only way you've come is with feeling your own hand, every now and then you want to feel something else. So I would sometimes wear a condom because it would it feels different because it was it was lubricated. Yeah, lubricated. I'm not I a mean, monster. I, 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 I'm sure. I'm sure. I've tried. I don't recall, but I'm, I guarantee you. I, I, bet, I, bet, I, I did okay, some pretty so high concept it. shit in my time. Wait, we, you, you go I do think a, I remember. Like you go I, I remember, phase, I remember you, putting you, one on because yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, that's a condom!" I've it never feels put one on. great. I remember putting a condom on and being like, "This feels as good as sex feels." I bet. Uh. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. 
there was way more. Oh, he had a really good condom. <laughs> yeah, it was you know tight. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Let's bring out condom expert Spencer Crittenden. <laughs> Guys, what's up? Hey, Spencer. That's a snazzy podium, man. Isn't it's great? a Dharma. It's a lost yeah. podium. I'm into it. It's, it's from Dharma. It's um. There's a bunch of props from the Lost TV show in at Meltdown, and this is obviously one of them. For real? From the Lost TV show? Yeah. The 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 desk in there, if that's the same one, is a uh, from the set, and it has Dharma logo all over it. The oh. desk in there, and this is also a Dharma thing. This is also great. like the a Dharma reference. logo has a guy in the center of it that has Mickey Mouse ears on. Yeah, it's surrounded by like the I Ching shit. Hmm. Do you you don't know Lost? I guess I no. I know what you're talking about with Dharma, but those the symbol with those sticks being radiated like in an eight like an octogram. That's uh, yeah. that's like also an I Ching sort of thing. Hmm. The book of changes. Book of changes. No, no big deal. It's Speak- like a vocal tumor. <laughs> So, you know, you guys, this is my 100th episode on this podcast. Syndication, baby. (laughs) I don't want to be shitty, but it's not really the 100th episode because you have missed some in the middle. uh, Yeah. So, you know, my 100th episode being on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I think very intense deja vu right now. You were on the fifth one? Huh? Yeah, yeah. How the many, podcast. How many episodes did we do before we started uh, recording these? Any idea? No, not me. Well, there's actually, we're, we're finding that out right now, digging through the old, we, we, we recorded them but never intended to podcast them uh, for a couple of episodes that we're digging up now and we're editing them a little bit for um, for a kind of box set that we're going to offer people. On our show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Can you do your throat thing one more time? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like your stomach is growling out of your throat. Mm-hmm. Are you concerned about this, Dan? Is this a cause for alarm? Well, he went to the doctor. Yeah. Was the doctor concerned? It, it, well, doctors are not concerned They've about people. They've seen the most horrible shit that day. They've seen yeah. someone with a cancer that's going to kill them that no, no, day. I actually had an appointment. I, I, I'm 40 now. I had an appointment to go to a doctor and get my actual 40 physical and maybe get the old... Uh, uh, up the uh, like like up you know, the hee Yeah, up the hee-haw. Uh, but then I had to, then I had to go out of town, so I missed it. But have you done that? Dan? Wait, what I, is that? I, when it goes butt, in no. your yeah, when they, when they put the finger up for the prostate cancer. Oh yeah, so. well a guy did that. You know what me. you should do when he puts the finger up and gets to the prostate? Look at him, lock I, eyes, and go game recognized game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say, I can stand it if you can. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> You, can you hey, feel my hey, finger up your ass? Crystal. Crystal. <laughs> I, w- I went to a guy yeah, for my heartburn. They, my, my doctor sent me, gave me a referral to a specialist for heartburn. I went in. The guy told me to take off my pants and, and lay down sideways on the table. And he put on a glove, and he said, he said Don't some blue comment like, uh, "Like this is gonna, uh, uh, I, uh, this is gonna fuck I, a little like, bit." Like, 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 I, like I tell, he had some line he had written, like, "Like I tell everyone, uh, just relax." Although I'd be surprised if you could. 
Uh, something like that. Uh, no. And I'm like, I get to this, and he put his finger up my ass, and he's feeling around, and he goes like, well, no, no internal hemorrhoids. Uh, everything's fine. Everything's great in here. And I'm thinking, first of all, wrong. Uh, you, you, you don't even know everything about my ass. I have, I have a fucking hemorrhoid. I like to beat the band. Um, second of all, what part of heartburn don't you understand? What's going on? Why is there a finger in my ass? My chest hurts. The way to a man's heart. <laughs> God, I fucking can't lose tonight. This is really my night. And then he gave me a prescription of something that I never actually went and got. Or I can't remember, no, he gave me a, he gave me another referral to a different guy. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, this, uh, it was like fire in the sky. Yeah, no, I want you to go see my friend Tony. He lives in West Hollywood. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I t- tell, t- give yeah. him, the, give him this note. Don't open it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And then I go to Tony, and Tony's like reading. I'm like, <laughs> hey, come downstairs yeah. with me. Lay down sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the I'm not medically trained, the but you can call me doctor. Wow. <laughs> what, what could possibly, what could you possibly find of value in there about my heartburn? I, I, it's, it's all part of the same gastrointestinal. It's all we're all the same thing. Your mouth is a direct line to yeah, your butt. I know that, but but it's my mouth's closer to where it hurts. Like, and the butt is where the poop comes out. Yeah, but maybe something's getting ha- happening in there and it's like moving shit back like up. Like I put up, like I put bad food up my butt? Like, no, like bad whoop, food whoop. got maybe stuck close to your butt. And we'll be right back. The beginnings, <laughs> this is the beginnings of medicine, by the way. Like maybe some bad food got stuck up your butt, up on the way out your butt, and it's causing, it's sending a signal to your where your heartburn is happening. We gotta, we, we gotta have Shrab on here. Sorry, another hand comes up, and I'm very fascinated about this. This is probably called, called loss of opportunity. Loss of opportunity? Yeah. It's well, something legal. You know, if you've got prostate cancer, and the guy doesn't examine, uh, a year or two from now, it's... Oh, oh, so you're saying that maybe heartburn, and one of the symptoms of no, prostate no, cancer no. is heartburn, so no, he had to... No. That's not what you're saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> c- c- come up here and get a mic if you're going to talk for a bit. Get up here. I'm curious about this. You're I, saying it's a legal thing, like, oh, I, oh, I went to a guy for heartburn two years ago, and now I got prostate cancer, and he should have put a finger up my butt. Yeah. Uh, there's a microphone. Uh, you see... Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Total pro. Great move. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, wisdom. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, if you get prostate cancer and two years from now you're really fucked up and no doctor has seen it and they check your, they check your records... And they see that you went to a doctor two years ago and that he could have exam- examined you and he didn't. Then is this specifically about prostate cancer or like any sort of, or is this like a prostate so cancer? You're saying if you, go, if you go into a doctor and you have a chipped tooth or, or a sore throat and they, they don't put a finger up your butt, that they could be sued for yeah, ma- malpractice or malfeasance or something? Yeah, this is kind of fucked up because, you know, American medicine. I have two is questions. What's your name, sir? Helder. Helder. Uh, what do you do? What's I study medicine. You uh, study medicine? Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, so you're going to be a doctor? Soon, yeah. Oh, wow. So, and it all started with you being fascinated by, like, 
dead animals and stuff, right? And, and your dad was like, don't be a serial killer. Go to medical school. Uh, no, no. Actually, I'm not from here. You know, I'm from Brazil. And there, you know, oh, starting. All doctors are assholes, major assholes. <laughs> so let me get this out of the way. Hmm. So, no, uh, what, no. what sort of medicine do you want to uh, practice? I really don't know. Maybe radiology, but... Radiology is the yeah. cushy one. That's why there's no emergencies. My cousin's a radiologist. You make a lot of money. There's no emergencies. The hours are easy. You just are yeah. sort of looking at x-rays and, and like, uh, text, like, uh, lab yeah, stuff. Yeah, kind of. And you're constantly exposed to radiation. <laughs> Listen. Which can't hurt. I mean... <laughs> As the old saying goes, radiation can't hurt. Uh, so, uh, so are you saying, Helder, just, just to be clear, this loss of opportunity concept, it's not even, like, like, like Jeff said, if, it was, if I went in with a broken pinky, is that, is that so? Or is it because it had to do with my, my internal no, medicine? No, it, it didn't have to do with your heartburn. You know, but if but you we, So I just got a spot check? For I will, yeah. Well, I've been to a doctor and that hasn't happened. So why, does, why doesn't that happen every time you go to a doctor? You're saying doctors live in fear of not, not diagnosing prostate cancer. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know, but I, I really don't know exactly why. You know, that's one thing that could happen. I guess they're just playing the odds. Like, it's yeah, like, you know. By the way, you sound already sound like a doctor. I don't know exactly. I mean, that yeah, could happen. Just give me a number, doc. <laughs> Tell me how, how long yeah, have I got. That's why I, I didn't say anything when you were complaining about your... <laughs> your throat, what do you right? think I it have, is? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> how, long, how, long you, how long have you studied uh, medicine, Helder? Uh, six years. Six years. What, what school did you go to? Or uh, did, did you go to? In Brazil, I studied in the Federal University. Uh, do you live in uh, LA now, or are you just visiting? No, no, I just visited. Really? Visiting. You yeah. left Brazil during the World Cup? Yeah. It's probably a good time to go, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, Brazil's... You're, ju you're just visiting yeah. Los Angeles. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you thought, like, fuck it, it's a good time to get out of here with all the, all the, all the tourists are here and stuff? Yeah. What, what town are you from? Rio. Rio? Yeah. Yeah, so that's probably a good time to be not, not at home right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rio's complete chaos. How do you feel about because like the, the, all, all the civil unrest and stuff like that? Because there was riots leading up to the. World oh, he's Cup. pro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, mean, like, I, I think like historically, lots of lots of cities like the, the local population loses a lot. Like the working class loses a yeah. lot. It's, it's a bunch of graft from the top and corporations and bit like contractors get bids and stuff like that. Uh, does the average person in uh, Rio hate the the World Cup? Are they happy that it's there? Yeah. Well, now that it's it is happening, people are. You know, kind of okay yeah. with it because you know Brazil's playing and yeah. no, crazy no, fucking bullshit. Oh, I have a I yeah. have a World Cup question. <laughs> I also I also have one. Are you are you a fan of football? Not really. Okay, he's why, here. Dan, he's fucking the, here. If he was why here. is the logo two hands? Hands are like the worst thing in soccer. <laughs> yeah, soccer they hate hands. That would be like if the hockey logo was like roller skates. <laughs> No, you know, the, the, the story, but I or if a football logo was a chessboard. Well, that 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 that, that trophy now. There's a good documentary about it. the trophy now. Is, is like the, is the world, which is the soccer ball, which is the hands all holding onto it. That's not the original one. The original one was like stolen, and then Hitler wanted it, and Mussolini stole it for a while. Like, like there's a, there was an amazing story about like the, the original trophy, which is this beautiful piece of like Art Deco, art, art, art gold, and it was really wonderful. And it was probably the most coveted trophy that will ever be. Because it was, first of all, beautiful, and second of all, it's the World Cup, which is the most important thing for most, you know, like athletes. 
And it got, and, and we don't know where it is. But for a while, uh, Mussolini had it, and Hitler tried to steal it and shit like that. It's really good. Hitler, and, Hitler loved art. I saw that movie. <laughs> Hitler loved art. He was gonna build a big Hitler museum with all the art and all the world in it. Is this the John Cusack one or what? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Monuments Man. Is John Cusack in that? I can't even remember. Yeah. The, Everyone was in it. No, what's, what's George the, Clooney. George yeah. Clooney. What's the, what's the one with young Hitler? The uh, where the, Oh, that is. That's yes. called Max. Or wait, what is it called? Max. That, Max. Yeah, that was that one. I told you on this podcast. I, I recommend viewing that because I, I, it's it's I, it's like very dramatic. Like it's I, I don't know. I I, lo- I I didn't. I don't think it's trying. I don't think you can make a movie about Hitler and not have it be dramatic. <laughs> but it's like I mean, if you if you want to see John Cusack pointing at a guy, poking him in the chest, and saying, "From your heart, Hitler." <laughs> I want to see it on the canvas, Hitler. Uh, it's just funny. He's like, the world will be my canvas. Yeah. I have a football question. What? Do you guys not too know soon. what he no. did? No. Too, too soon, man. Uh, the story ends badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other question, Spencer and I were talking about this on Twitter. Okay, the hardest thing about watching football is uh, soccer or is that you don't know how what they, at 90 minutes the game's not over at 90 minutes they're like now we're gonna play for a random amount of time as and long the, as long as not, I why feel. do you even have it's, a clock it's, it's not random I know it's it's not random. Injury it's time. I know random. it's not. Why don't they just pause the clock and then so that it's always ninety? That's what all the other sports are doing. Why is the time going because when it, they're fucking around? They don't when want they're to, pretending to be hit. They don't want to stop the clock because they don't want to. If you stop the clock, like today, they stop. You got to use your hands. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. That's why they can't. You can't stop the clock. Oh, 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 oh. oh they, just, they hate hands. Yeah. Each, they time, can, each time there's an injury, there's a guy like trying to kick a clock, yeah. and it won't. Work. You're gonna you know, make a foot. How hard it is to work a stopwatch with your feet? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, the best explanation to, I've heard. For why they don't just pause the fucking clock? To, today during Mexico Netherlands, they stopped the clock uh, for for a water break because it was like 97 degrees or whatever, and they stopped it for the second time. So they can do it. They no, know how to. The second time in World Cup history, they stopped it for a water break for for a, for a refreshments break, and they went to commercial. And it was really a bummer because like like the one thing that you can dig about uh, soccer or international football is that you don't see a fu- bunch of fucking commercials they had a, a, a water break and they went to commercial and it was a big drag why don't they just hit pause it's, it's not why so then we know when the game's over the players are playing like we have a random amount of time left to score we, wouldn't it be better if they knew exactly how much time they had left yeah. why why would it be why would it be worse if they knew exactly how much time they had left There's a lot of corruption in soccer. There's a lot of corruption in oh, soccer yeah. oh, is how this explanation yeah. is starting. FIFA's like Chicago when, politics from yeah. the 1800s. We don't have to go so far back. There's, there's, there's two different things. One is to see like how bad of a person you are, how bad of a team you are. Because there are teams like Italy that just flop around and they lay around. This has nothing to do with the question. No, no, it does with, with the clock. Okay. Yeah, they like ham it up yeah. and like you don't make, be, you, 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 they if, waste if you know, time. If you know it's ninety minutes, and people can just go, okay, I, we're, we're ahead by two goals. We're just gonna eat up the clock and lay on the ground or do a bunch of shit. Now the referee says no. Well, no, they can You want to lay on the ground? Time. You lay on the ground, then we can. Then we can. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, for, for me, I, it's, it, it is a weird thing. That, There's like, no other sport that's like uh, the game will end <laughs> when it ends. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I the, think there's the, about the, five minutes left. The, there was a piece. I think I, I think it was New York Times, something like that. I saw that that 
uh, ranked countries by how much time they spend on the ground writhing in fake agony. <laughs> and it's so interesting. That, uh, but with the team that won today that beat uh, uh, Mexico, uh, the Netherlands, they weren't even in the top 20, I don't think. Like, there's certain teams that just do not flop and don't spend time writhing in the, uh, around on the ground. Brazil, number one. Because they, 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 they uh, South American teams, Central American teams, and also parts of like like the Spanish leagues, Italian leagues. There's a big culture of just fucking like like. There's a great thing on on YouTube where there's a uh, people doing flops and they have like a crosshairs like a sniper. And, oh and, yeah, and, 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 I and saw so that. There's people going ah and falling down. And, <laughs> but there's a, there's a crosshairs and a bullet sound goes off. But there's no one anywhere near them. It's really good. <laughs> okay, so so because they flop. That's just another aspect of the game, right? Is what you're saying? It's like no, its own kind of... No, but I don't get how, what that, that has to do with the clock. Well, well, I mean, you, you have actual injuries that happen in soccer. So that's, why, that's why you have the extra time. And that's why it's added on when... But why don't they just pause when the injuries happen? Because then I think people would like would use uh, there's, there's not the ball's really never dead. Like there's not like a lot of dead ball situations like in basketball where the whistle blows and there's lots of breaks and everyone go has a drink a drink of water. In soccer, you just play, there's you no keep rehearsals. going. There's no, it's, a, it's fucking amazing if you watch NBA or college and for the last two minutes it's nothing but commercials. There's no commercials. No, it's soccer. great, but why don't they just pause the clock? They don't have to. You like, don't have that's to. That's such a that's a false dichotomy. You don't you don't the alternative is. I guess we're gonna have to buy a lot of commercials and shove them into these breaks. Yeah. Like that's. I'm not even saying breaks. They, when they, someone falls down, we just play for 45 minutes, and and if if there's been an injury or if there's been lots of substitutions, they add 30 seconds for this, a minute for that, and they add it up, and and, and nobody knows what that number is. No, the the, 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 the officials. There's one guy. The fourth, who knows. The, the, the fourth official saying that, that, that uh, we're, we're going to give you 30 seconds for this substitution, 30 seconds for this penalty kick, a minute for that injury. The officials know, but. Game not recognize clock. <laughs> wow. World's best callback. <laughs> yeah, that was been sitting on that egg for yeah, that was the world 10 cup minutes. of callbacks. Um, so there's uh, a the, uh, uh, Dr. Tumor is uh, raising his hand. The real answer is like FIFA has never been known for embracing change. FIFA doesn't embrace change. It took him quite a while to embrace goal line technology. Goal line technology? For you, for you, okay. Why are you guys talking about this? So. <laughs> you just walked in, sir. <laughs> I saw you walk in. We're at a show. I had to get a drink. Okay. So you, you, you had to get up and get a drink, but now we're doing the show wrong because you came back in and we're talking about soccer, not to your liking? But you're talking about it wrong. Oh. <laughs> Who's this, who's this fancy gentleman? And then a, it's a guy in a linen suit. Who's I just know. I know he likes to drink. <laughs> yes, in the front row? You're right. I more virginity losing stories. Virginity. Vir, vir, yeah. Well, there, there, can, there can be only one. Uh, we, no, I've got three. <laughs> there was my only condom virginity. My couch virginity. <laughs> Which was just me fucking. We were watching. Did I, did I talk about this? We were, we what were, was your cantaloupe virginity? How old are you during the first cantaloupe you fucked? Huh? What? Are we talking honeydew, watermelon, cantaloupe? Because I wasn't Can't. all honeydew. Oh, oh dear God! What we have were, we become? We were watching a documentary about this church quiz that these kids do, and there's, so there's all these Christian teens who are talking about. Uh, that one of them was saying, "I ne I haven't kissed a boy yet, but I lost my handginity uh, two oh years ago." And Aaron and I thought. We're like, Aaron was so, she's like, he, he won't let you kiss him, but he made you jerk him off in a car? 
Like, like, what kind of fucked up shit? And, yeah, and it, was like, yeah. it was 10 minutes later that we figured out that she meant... That Masturbation? No, that she held... Uh, holding hands with a boy. Oh what? <laughs> That's... That's fucking disturbing. Oh, wow. but we, we immediately thought she meant hand yeah, job. She My I hand thought uh, Anyway, so uh, speaking of Erin, she's not here tonight. Uh, Helder, will you, will, will you be willing to play? Do, if you, do you ever listen to the podcast? If you play, listen to us play Dungeons and Dragons, you can. No, but you, you've, if you heard us play it, like, like you can, okay. Uh, you're a doctor. You'll figure it out. Uh, Aaron's, Aaron's at a party celebrating the, uh, I think, the, the, the new season of Drunk History, which she's a, a part of. Her episode has uh, got uh, uh, John Lithgow and Chris Parnell and Winona Ryder in it. Wow. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I'm really looking forward to it. It's wow. A, it's a Benedict Arnold. Uh, uh, she tells a story about Benedict Arnold. Uh, and I, I, I heard that which I think she was telling me Weird Al Yankovic plays Hitler this season <laughs> that's great that's yeah. great somebody, somebody tells a story about Hitler and Weird Al Yankovic does he Hitler. have does he cut his hair off or is he that's what I asked and then Aaron mocked me and said you know they have these things uh, called wigs and I was like you can't make long hair into short hair with a wig and she said yes you can and, and I, I he's got too much hair to put a fucking like, like a Hitler hair on yeah. You can't just put. Like, Maybe a little... he cut it. Maybe that'll be Weird Al's new look. Because he kind of, he he kind of never went back from his Kwai John uh, hair. Like you know, he kind of did that, and then he was like, he kind of had Kwai John. What, wasn't it my Kwai John? Jin? Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. She's not here. We're replacing her. All with right, Spencer, a... will you hand us out the? Uh, or Dan, you want to pass down the uh, character sheets? Yeah. Yeah. I am kind of interested in finding out why that guy was saying we were talking about it wrong. He didn't like to hear about sports. He, he was seems, just trying to... He seems to... like bad news to me. <laughs> yeah. like... Maybe we were using our hands too much. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, but, I, but I will You're say, I did also wonder why we were talking about soccer for like 30 I like, minutes. I fucking like soccer. How about that? Also, I bet, I bet some douchebag... Someone's bag. got I, I bet a guy $100 because uh, he's, he's being an asshole. I got uh, I bet a guy hundred bucks on the Mexico Netherlands game. I never bet on sports. I'll never do it again because it was stupid. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not rooting against Mexico, but this guy was just being an asshole. So I bet him. I didn't get his name, and I'll never see him again. I have no idea who it was, uh, and I guarantee. I'll Did you meet him at an airport? Huh? If you were in an airport, you would have gotten his phone you've number. You've never just. You, you, you've never met people at a bar. You've never just struck up conversation. I've never with just talked to random. If people start talking to you, I'm like, what the fuck do you want? I don't have it. <laughs> I, when people ask me anything, you I'm meet like, the most, I don't have you, it. You meet interesting people at bars, and especially at airport bars, because people are coming and going. And it's very fascinating to me. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody starts chatting me up, I won't. I won't like cold shoulder them at a uh, you know in public. But uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Emily I don't. will do this like on an airplane. She has this rule where she wants. So it, it was me. It was me in the aisle, her in the middle, and the person at the this old lady at the window. And this, we sat down, and she's like, "You have to right away establish what the tone is going to be." So this lady looked at Emily and was like, uh, "Where are you going?" And Emily just sat there stone faced. <laughs> And the old lady asked her three times, and Emily just like fucking bit her lip and was like, I'm gonna power through this, said nothing, and it was a great flight. <laughs> not, for that old not for that lady. <laughs> Who gives a fuck what the old lady wants? I do. I okay, well then take the middle seat from Emily and get her phone number. <laughs> get Emily's phone number? Have you. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll give you Emily. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't strike up conversations? I mean, oh, I, I, you're a, the problem. Uh, you're that no, guy. No, no, no. no. <laughs> On a flight, on a flight, I don't want jibber jabber. I don't want. I don't want to be like, hey, so where are you going? On the plane, I want absolute fucking graveyard silence on a right. flight. Okay, good. Um, but like, if you're at the fucking airport bar, like, like I'm not like you. You just go like, so uh, <laughs> where are you going? Like, you don't do that. But sometimes conversation comes up, and you find out that people are just having a good old time. Yeah. 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 See. <laughs> yeah. So, so some people are curious about the people sitting next to them, I, and, and and also I could not care less. <laughs> But you're a comedian. Wouldn't you benefit from from mining, like you know, like human experiences? Yeah, no. I talked to a guy once, and I got three hours of material out of it. (laughs) (laughs) You're a fucking sociopath. (laughs) (laughs) No, sociopaths are the ones who like. I'm not saying you go up there and you grab everybody's ass that sits next to you and you fucking harangue them. Like, sometimes conversation starts. I actively block them. I swat away attempts at conversation. A hundred percent. That doesn't seem like you at all. You're, you're, You're a very garrulous like chatty guy yeah but not with fucking people I don't know yeah like Helder you're a great guy if you sat down next to me and were like what's up I would like just fucking stare straight in front of me until you left what's up he wouldn't say it see great I don't get it. I mean, look, I, I, my girlfriend's Scottish. We went to Scotland. She kept accusing me. She's like, Jeff, when you go to Scotland, you can't just go out there and be Jeff Davis and say hello. How do you do to every fucking person? Like, so they'll fucking hate you. I'm like, they're going to love me. Yeah. And then I was walking down the fucking street, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve Day, and walking down the road, and I see her father outside. And, and, he, and I, I see him. I, I'm leaving. I want to go buy, get, get Kate a little gift and have breakfast on my own. And I come back, and I see him talking to a dude. And he's talking to a buddy of his, a small town. Outside of Edinburgh, and they're they're talking. So I see him, and he goes, "Hey Jeff, what, what are you up to?" And I'm like, "Oh, I did this, I did that." And there's a guy standing like right a foot away from me, and it, he and uh, Andy, her her dad and I are talking for a while, and he's like, "So later on, we'll do this, we'll do that." And I say, "Yeah, I, I know, but we're just chatting." And I, I turn to the guy next to me because it's weird that I haven't been introduced. But they clearly know each other. I go, "Hi, I'm Jeff." He goes, "Oh, I'm Craig." Uh, hey, Craig, or whatever his name was, uh, and we shake hands. I get back in the house and Kate's father's like, there's Jeff walking down the road just saying, how do you do? Oh, good morning. I was like, you fucking, there's a guy standing there. Like, like, like introduce him. And he goes, he goes, Jeff, we just don't do that. Here. I go, it's called having a personality, Andy. <laughs> well, you ruined Craig's day. <laughs> Craig liked it. Also, Craig's still talking Craig about it. Craig fucking liked it. Also, Two people he fucking knows. <laughs> he found, so, then, so then we go, we, we go to Kate's uh, family. They, they meet at the borders because some of her family's in England and some of her family's in Scotland. So they meet at the Scottish-English borders. And we, Dan and Aaron and I uh, and Kate, we all go to the uh, to Hadrian's Wall. You know, some famous old Roman wall, you know, and shit. So we're looking at some history, but it was all closed because it was Boxing Day. So all the tourist centers are closed. So we go back to the house. It's everybody there we've, we've known. We've met all the family. There's a few Americans there, us, and everyone else is Kate's family. We meet everybody because we've been there for two days. There's a guy that comes in who works with her mother. I don't know this guy. We're standing in the foyer, and he's shaking off his umbrella. And I go, hi, I'm Jeff. He goes, hi, my name is Craig. Because they're all Craig for some fucking reason. Everyone's named Craig. And, uh, and we meet, 
And he goes, he's, and he, he's asking me questions. He's like, he's, like, he's like, so what have you been doing since you've been here? I said, well, we went to Hadrian's Wall. He's like, oh, where, what part did you go to? I said, uh, uh, it was this part, but it was closed. He goes, well, you know, like, I'm a big history fan. Like, like I, I know all about it. He's, he's telling me all about Hadrian's Wall. And he was like going in this big, expansive monologue about why this happened. And I asked him questions. He's following up. And then fucking Kate's dad comes in. Oh, there's Jeff again. <laughs> fucking how do you do? I'm like... Fuck you. It'd be so funny if it was like Sixth Sense where we actually see what's happening and it's just you talking to this guy. <laughs> and he's all bummed out. He, yeah, and the other guy's just like trying to get away. <laughs> Kate, Kate Warmer's like, Jenny, fucking talk to Granny. Granny will fucking murder you. She fucking, like Granny hates everyone. Like, Grannies love me. I'm fucking great with the grandparents. She's like, like, Granny hates everyone. Like, like fucking Jenny with Granny. And, and fucking met Granny. Guess what? Best fucking friends. She fucking loved me. <laughs> That's what you think, yeah. She did. I, I, actually, Kate, later on, she's like, Granny loves you. She's like, she's like, she hates everybody else, but she loves you. I was like, yeah, because she hasn't been spoken to, because you guys are <laughs> a, a, a bunch of terse weirdos. Like, fucking make an effort, cocksuckers. All right, speaking of making an effort, let's, let's make an effort to play some uh, D&D, shall we? When we last met, our heroes had yet again escaped Admiral Darkstar's clutches. Thanks to Mulrain and Herope, our heroes were saved, escaping certain death. Back to Bill Mardigan's, the city that's everywhere. After returning to the ruined Seeker's hideout, the party grew bored and discussed Krista Berg's genital reattachment, but ultimately found themselves in a gnomish bar known as the Rusty Buckle. After much journeying, our heroes were weary and sought the comfort of the pub, but inside, upon seeing a wondrous gnome golem, decided to steal it, and after a tense robbery, the party got cold feet and returned the stolen golem, but they were still interrupted by a specter from Quark's sordid past. The cactus bunch had resurfaced. <laughs> the gnomish gangsters attacked our party, but together our heroes slaughtered them all, and after a brilliant speech by Sharpie, they robbed the remaining gnomes and set fire to the pub. <laughs> walking off into the foreground like badasses. But would they really just escape scot-free? Is an arson a crime? And what of the cactus bunch? Or the robot baby? Find out in an all-new exciting episode of Harmontown. Me. So I wasn't Me. here last week. I was disappointed. It sounded like we didn't steal the robot baby, but what he actually did was we killed everyone and took all the robot babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. You, you and Aaron went nuts like the, the first time, and then the, and then the following we, week. We I was saw, like, I think wanting a robot baby is not nuts. But ra stealing it from people is crazy. But you, we, but you went on a speech that now we're going to be bad guys and steal everything. Well, it's because I have to justify this narrative somehow. Like, I, okay, like, fine, we're, 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 we're chaotic evil now. Like, we're, we're bad people now. I, I think we're chaotic neutral. I'd say that's right, yeah. We've been bad for a Thanks, long Spencer. time. Thanks, Spencer. You're chaotic something. <laughs> All right, so do, do, do we have this robot golem, baby? Yeah, you got it. Yes. What's, what's the name of it? Uh, well, I don't know. Let's name it. What should we? Hel Heldor? Heldor. <laughs> Can we name it Heldor? How do you? H-E-L-D-E-R? <laughs> All right. You had to think about it. <laughs> what are you lying to us about? <laughs> it's, it's spelled different in Portuguese. Do you think when Heldor grows up, he'll he'll just be a giant uh, uh, simpleton that only says Heldor? <laughs> Heldor, Heldor, Heldor. 
Remember, remember when Hodor? Uh, that's my least favorite part of Game of Thrones. Is that Hodor? whole storyline with yeah. the fucking kids and the magic trees. It's like, yeah. But yeah. I remember when Hodor like like looked down a well and was like, Hodor. And then, like, it's like it's so hard to not like. It's just Timmy from South Park. That's the. Like, that's all it is. What a, what a great gig as an actor, though. What, what are my lines? Okay, I got it. I'm off and book. Also, also, unlike Timmy from South Park, it's revealed at some point someone says, it's not his name, you know. It's just a sound he makes. That's like it's almost, not his name. His name's like Frank or something. That's like Anyang from Arrested Development kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, that guy's a... By the way, every actor on Game of Thrones is also a house DJ. And... <laughs> Hodor is a DJ. Uh, Grey Worm is a DJ. Dinklage, Dinklage is a DJ. Dinklage is a D- is he? No. Well, he's American, but all ninety percent of the cast has like. That's not true. Look, look it up. Hodor so many is, of them are. Yeah. He's got star tattoos. Sweet. Yeah. I would. I would definitely. If I had to choose between two raves, and one was being spun by Hodor. <laughs> And the other had yeah. like foam coming down from the ceiling. I'd be like, let's let's. let's. It'd be so funny if it's just popular songs, but the words are all replaced with Hodor. <laughs> Hodor. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why you'd sing it like. <laughs> Sounded like Johnny Cash or something. Hodor. Yeah. I got a mean bad Hodor going down a '57 Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down the Chevy? Yep. <laughs> the Chevy's so big it's got an elevator in it. Hodor. Hodor. All right. Uh, I examine our surroundings, Spencer. <laughs> so behind you is a flaming domicile. It's the pub. It's on fire. Around you are other stores, but they don't look... They do look close enough that they might also catch on fire. Oh, boy. Um, but they're not yet. There's just other stores. None of these stores are marked. It's kind of not the best part of town, you can tell. It's, there's broken windows and stuff. And one of them's on fire. And the, one of the buildings on fire, yeah. Clear sign of poverty. <laughs> do, we, do, we have any, do we have any aim right now? We, we, we just kind of... Kind of finished a little bit of a mission, right? We now we got this golem baby. Like, what? what yeah, we... we get to this is one of those rare, delightful parts of a D and D campaign where you can kind of, you get to really, we get to do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. All right, if I, we I, wait too long, he's gonna, he's, you know, he's gonna have a pterodactyl yeah. guy come out and go, "I pterodactylons need your help." <laughs> but if we're smart about this, we could fucking. I, I go yeah. to the, I go to the building most uh, adjacent to the fire, and since this building's probably going to burn down, I just go examine it and see what's in there. Are, right. are you are you are you trying to make looting sound gentlemanly? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just being. Yeah. I'm since a, this building's about to catch fire, I believe I'll peruse its wares. <laughs> It's an active opportunity. What's, what did you say about the opportunity? I'm putting my finger in his butt just in case we don't get sued later on. So, yeah, you go over to the building and you smell an overwhelming stench of fish. You enter the door and you can tell no one's been here in quite a while. The air just seems still and there's a coating of dust all over everything. And the smell is just way worse in here. You can see there's piles of, they look just kind of like brown putrid stuff. They're gathered with flies and maggots. Oh, it's probably robot baby food. We should feed this. I was going to say, let's send the robot baby in to scout the... Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Keldor, get the robot baby wall. Robot baby isn't activated yet. We have to go find that little disc. Oh, that's right. Okay. It's not activated? It's not turned on, It's just a dead baby we're walking around with. I get out of the dead fish store. All right. How do we I, activate I, the baby? I'm sorry. There's, I don't a, there's a disc-shaped hole in its chest that we have to find some sort of thing that probably plugs into that. Like a CD kind of thing. Like kind of like a, yeah, kind of like a, like a little like a saucer-shaped thing, like a CD. Yeah. yeah. I poke my head into the deserted fish store and say, "Hodor." <laughs> that happens. And then I say, "I'm doing. I'm uh, going to be doing some DJing." Uh. <laughs> I go to, to the building. Flyers haven't been invented yet, so <laughs> I go to the building next to the fish, the dead fish store. All right, this one it looks like some sort of barber shop. There's an there's an old gnome. He's got orange hair that's styled pretty nicely, and he's got small little glasses on his face, and he's he's just sweeping up. I say, uh, sir, there's a fire a couple doors down. You might, you might want to get out of here. Oh yeah, of course. You would go talk to the random people. <laughs> Oh, sir, where, where are you going today? Ugh. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a no man. We're chatty. We're get, we're, we, we, like, we like talking to people. Cigarettes and cigarettes, small talk. Cigarettes and riddles, baby. So uh, you say that to the gnome, and he looks at you kind of odd. He's like, whoa, thanks. You seem awful casual about this. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to warn you. There's a fire. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. It just seemed your tone was like, hey, man, it's sunny outside. But this is a fire you're talking about. I'm you're not the, so worried right now. It's how casual you you're, are. You're the one being casual. I, yeah. said there's a, I said fire, and you're being all like prosaic and shit. Sweeping I'm just vibing asthma. off of your energies. <laughs> I'll, fucking, I'll fucking make you leak, motherfucker. I don't, I'm just trying to... Chat. I'll, I'll slash. I'll slash you wide open. And you, do you want to die in a fire? I'm trying to help you out. I am appreciating that, man. You, you have a very weird way of saying you're, you're appreciating. I it. just thought it was a weird way you brought it up. As you're all. being weird. If if, See, if this I, is what happens when you talk to strangers. Can I get your phone number? <laughs> You see? <laughs> no, but he's, he's just like, thanks. Thank, I guess. Okay, thanks. fuck it. I'm sorry I came in. Enjoy your barbershop. You're going to fucking it's die just, in if I If I saw a fire, I would have been all like, there's a fire. You got to get out of here. Well, the fire's been there a long time, you sweeping ass motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, we, we, we've adjusted to it. Like we, we did that. We went, fire, fire. Yeah. And then we calmed down. I was kinda, we're, I, now I was, we're talking to people I was operating under the assumption. Look, first of all, you have a barbershop next to a dead fish place, which is fucking, like, like you, you stopped caring a long time ago. <laughs> uh, all right, sidebar. Yeah. Cam, yeah. Uh, cam, campaigners. Yeah. Why, why are we hanging out in the town that we <laughs> murdered and so set fire to? From? Yeah, let's go to another town. We have to get out of this, this is town. This all shitty fish stores and... Wait, can't we go back? We're, we're in Bombardigan. Can't we go through that uh, toilet bucket thing that we gets us that, that portal thing? Doesn't that take us to the place where the fucking Admiral Darkstar at Sinking Island is? I don't know. It's a paradise... It was paradise. Yeah, uh, it we, was. we destroyed that, like, everything yeah. we touch. Yeah, like, like, we that put up is a now gone. Yeah, I, 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 I say the sooner we get out of this weird. Yeah, we town, have to find better. a new place that we haven't okay. yet ruined. Well, uh, we, Let's go ruin a new place. All right. Uh, we, we, is there a, we, the equivalent of like an of a of a, a Palm Springs, a, a depot, or a bus station, <laughs> so some place <laughs> that we can embark on a new on a new thing? Yeah. How do people travel out of here quickly? Orange um, chair. 
you don't see anything like that. You haven't seen anything like that as, uh, since you arrived here. In I'm fact. asking orange hair. Orange hair. Um, Sweeper. Oh, Sweepy he's gone. Pants. He left. He left? Oh. We're still in his store? Yeah, well, there's a fire. I... I <laughs> this... Everyone's I, I, super casual about I, I, it. I, I, I turn to the rest of the group and I go, "Look, uh, that guy—he's—that's a complicated dude. If I ever see him, I'm probably going to kill him." I—I—I—I I, uh, I, 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 I loot his store. I look around and try to loot his store. Um, you find three scissors and six combs. I fucking take all of that shit. <laughs> I put one in my hair like an afro pick and fucking like like walk out like black exploitation style. <laughs> It, yeah, it looks I, like that. I wrap wax paper around one of the combs and I make a homemade kazoo. All right. <laughs> it's both fun and family friendly. Yeah. I whip out my non dick and piss on the floor. <laughs> it just drips down your leg. <laughs> hey, this is, this is how it is now. Let, 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 let's get to the center of town, you guys, and find a fucking way out of here. Is there, right. a, is there a downtown? C- center of town. Why not get out of town? Does, can I ask a co- weird question? Yeah. Does a robot baby have a, have a robot dick? Uh, no. Oh, okay. You can't have the baby's dick. <laughs> <laughs> you have a dragon's We're not potato people. You can't just switch parts. <laughs> I just wanted to see if it was... Uh, anyway, Leah, let's go to... Bad pitch. Let's go to the town center. Why are I we mean, going to the center of the town that I mean, we want to get out maybe of? Maybe there's a fucking airport or some shit. I want to, we we, we got to leave. Like, <laughs> well, just, what do you propose? Where should we go? Which is the opposite direction of, of the havoc we've caused. Let's go. Wander okay. into the wilderness. Let's get, uh, let's get right. the fuck out of Bill Mardigan's right now. Let's yeah, go. you lead the way. Okay. Charge. We go north. <laughs> you go north. As you get through, as you work your way through Bill Mardigan's, the buildings get closer and closer together. You find it. There's less and less roads. It's harder and harder to get out of this place and you manage to squeeze yourself past several skinny alleys and you come to what looks like a large large wall that stretches up as high as the eye can see oh. it's like a video game we gotta find well, how the hell do we do, do, can do we, we go back do, to the do we, entrance do, do we still have that staff of that that, 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 that grows uh, I don't think so unless gold. there's a different one the first one you had definitely melted. All right. All right. Well, it's maybe walled. I could teleport to the top of the wall and throw rope down. Is my, yeah. is my teleport cape still out of charge? Uh, yeah, you'd yeah. have to sleep. All right. Let's. Where's the town? Ent- where's the entrance to the town? We got in here somehow. You came in here through. Yeah, there's a kind of like an entrance checkpointy place. All right, to the checkpoint place. You head back through all those squishy buildings <laughs> to the checkpointy place, and you find you find there's a. There's a different bucket than the one that you saw when you first came here, and there's no gnome on it. But it's just like a small clearing. It's fenced off, but behind the fence is this same wall, and you look, notice it looks like it's woven together, like thatched or, you know, something like that. This wall that's tall, this but, tall but, but, wall. But, but, but there's another little portal bucket? There's a bucket. I, put, I stick my head in the bucket and look at it. It's just a bucket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, hey, there's, uh, there's nobody in there for you to start conversations with? Look, live your life however you want to do it, man. So, so when we... Uh, fucking weird, when, closeted, antisocial life. <laughs> I mean, I, all this stranger talking has certainly made you very friendly. Uh, I'm, being, I'm being persecuted for like being what? interested in the other. I, it's, I mean... Having a sense of the, uh, possibly that you can learn something by meeting other people. 
If it makes you happy, you know, to, then be happy. It does. You guys are being weird about it. I'm not doing anything. Yes, you are. You're being fucking weird. Yeah, no. Dan, what the fuck? I didn't... <laughs> I didn't, say, I didn't say, I mean, I, I, I have observations about the way Jeff uh, manages Who's his Jeff? social life. Oh, my, my yeah. name is Quark. Right. Give him experience points. <laughs> <laughs> right, how, how did, when we, we, we got into this town. You climbed in through a bag. I don't even remember that shit. <laughs> Do we still have that bag? Uh, no, I think it was left on the ground. <laughs> back, back. Oh, shit. Back by the fire? Back in the entrance, where you guys now are. Oh, oh is there a bag? You don't see it. There's a bucket. It's just a fucking regular old bucket. Yep. I say Hodor into the bucket. That happens. Uh, all right. So, uh, the, so the, 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 this, 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 this woven thatchy wall is blocking our way out? Yep. Well, let's do what we do. Let's set it on fire. <laughs> That's our shtick now, right? Let's... When in doubt... Flaming fire sword at her. Uh... Uh, I, I go up and I, I, I try to uh, attack the wall and make make a make an, uh, a hole in it. I too. bet it's not gonna work, but let's let's go for it. Jeez, right. fucking negative, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm the one proposing that we not set something on fire, I'm, and I'm, I'm the going, negative, I'm not, Nelly. I'm, not, I'm just trying to chop it. All right, you miss. <laughs> you missed a wall. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. did you miss a wall? Because I was being heckled by my friends. <laughs> Yeah, he did. As he was swinging, he uh, uh, over like, there. Gonna, it's not gonna help. <laughs> it's like playing darts with him. Uh, well, try, can try it again. <laughs> you, you fucking do something. I'm, well, I don't have swords. I'm a, I'm a man of. You, use your magic. All right, I cast uh, Morton Kanan's thatched wall <laughs> destruction. You don't know that spell. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, all right, well, let's let's try this. Uh, a very controlled uh, fireball. <laughs> you're, gonna light, you're gonna light something on fire again? Huh? Uh, how far? How close are you guys well, to this wall? I, I mean, don't, I'm not obviously. Yeah, don't. I'm not gonna shoot it at, if right. my friends are standing there. Just making sure. Everybody, back up. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna do try something. Good right? call. We instinctively move away from his fireball. All right, you launch a fireball. What I don't know. It's well, it hard. does hit. Yeah, no, nobody was haranguing him during it. <laughs> yeah. It hey, hits hey, the wall. Work, Sharpie. It immediately oh, starts catching fire from the fireball, and it spreads in all directions. <laughs> yeah! You're welcome. <laughs> we do what we do. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're either going to get out of here or all go to jail. <laughs> yeah. The wall continues to burn, spreading out, and you see it starts to catch up or catch on fire some of the buildings nearby <laughs> where you guys are. <laughs> Oh, that no. are touching the wall. I try and I'm like, hey, who set the wall on fire? <laughs> behind, behind, Guys, I think we're good. <laughs> behind this wall, you see another wall. It's very similar, but it's it's more of I'd call it like a maroon color. But it's also the same fibrous material. But it's not on fire from this fire. No, it, it's it's kind of like as this wall's burning away, it's revealing this kind of different wall. If that makes sense. I think we all know what to do, guys. <laughs> uh, Set it on fire. <laughs> uh, lightning bolt. All right. Uh, <laughs> you blast it with the lightning bolt, and it scorches a small pinpoint, but it, it doesn't continue on fire. Can, can, we, can I go look in the... It just singes it. Can I go look in the hole to see what's on the other side? Yeah. You look in. You could, Your eye is instantly bitten, not by... 
bites, but by cold. <laughs> Frost taints your eye with its coldy grip as you look and see nothing but white, white light all around you. And then you get hit in the eye by something. It's, uh, it's snow. It's a piece of snow hits you in the eye. Shit. Piece of snow? Yeah. I think they call it a flake. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Snowflake. Hits you in the eye. And it melts. How, how much damage does it take? It just, you, oh. you notice it tangibly. <laughs> it's just a snowflake. It's not painful. All right, so we got one wall. It's a two-wall system. There's a statue one that's on fire. And then there's the maroon wall that is impervious to lightning strike. Well, but we could also try and set it on fire. Well, it wasn't impervious, I well, mean, yeah, strictly yeah, maybe, speaking. Yeah, maybe it didn't do much damage to it. And then beyond that is just snow, Snowtown, USA. Uh, I don't like it. We gotta, if we're in a tundra, we can't just walk away. The fire on the other parts of the wall continue burning and spreading on fire more. I don't think we can hang out here. <laughs> And we, we're not going to get a lot of help from the locals. No. I mean, they really should not help. I look around for that, I look around for that bag that we came in through. Um, you, you still don't see it. Um, sm- smoke clouds your vision. We should have done that before <laughs> yeah. we set the wall on fire. Everybody spread out and look for that bag that we came in through. All right. I really look for it. Yeah. I also worked really hard to look for it. <laughs> All right. Um, Sharpie, you see it's a small box. It's, it just catches your eye. I got a box over here. The rest of you find nothing of value. What's John the, Doe has the upper hand. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> that's, in the box? <laughs> that's Nick Cage. I open it carefully with my switchblade. You open the box and you see, you see, there. it's just a ton of cigarettes. I dump them out. All right. Cigarettes litter the floor. I keep looking for the bag. You don't. You don't find anything. Do else. I find? What do I find? No, you guys didn't find anything except he found this box of cigarettes. All right. Well, what do I? I, I smoke one of the cigarettes because I could use a smoke right now. Yeah. Didn't it, there wasn't there that one guy who wanted down. cigarettes? Remember him? Yeah, I'm sure we murdered him. <laughs> Did we murder him? Probably. <laughs> Historically speaking, yes. Okay, I'm fucking confused. Is this a wall? Well, we don't want to get out to the tundra, right? We don't want to do that. I guess not. I mean, we're not really dressed for it. <laughs> and there's no way out of... We've set the thing we're in on fire. Yeah. There's no lesson to be learned from this. <laughs> well, don't rob people. We were so... We what were, did I do? We finished... <laughs> we're turning on each other like a Stephen King. <laughs> What, what is my cactus card? It's a, it's a small card. It's laminated. It, uh, it says the cactus bunch. <laughs> and and, and my, has... my little painted stick, we never figured out what that did, right? Nope. I cast acid splash on the maroon thatching. Where are you aiming it? So, on this I, thing. I want at the pinhole where my shocking gra- uh, sh- right. lightning bolt. So you do that and it splashes and you see sizzling as a, and little bits of smoke as it kind of spreads this hole wider. It's maybe now the size of a head, head-sized hole. It's just still seeing white. Now a bit of snow's kind of coming in. Um, sounds great. We have three, I have three vials of acid. Can yeah. I throw those on there? And uh, sure, yeah. Using, what do you guys think? Yeah, do it. 
using the remaining acid in your possession, you acid up an entire man-sized hole big enough for someone to fit through, like a man. <laughs> or a woman. I go through it with my cloak of resistance on. You do that. Is anyone else going to do anything? Just oh, watch I me have do? boots of wintry might. Yeah. So I put those on. <laughs> and I go out and I'm like, hey, I've got your boots. <laughs> to winter? To winter. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you do that too. You guys, you both exit and you see as you step out, you feel your body changing and you step out. And as you step out, you see on the floor, you just see a bag, just a bag with a <gasps> hole in it. Bag! Is it is our bag? Our, you see our... smoke issuing out of it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I look, we acid the bag? No. Is it, is it the bag on fire, too, or whatever's in there? I look in the bag. You see, you poke your head in the bag, and you see Bill Mardigan's and Sharpie and uh, Morin and shit. And a fire all over the place. What the fuck? It just goes in there. We're just back where we started from? No, you're in the snow. I'm in well, the s- outside, there's a bag, and it's a portal to just inside the, what we set on fire. All right, I pick up the bag. All right. <laughs> You guys are still inside this fire. I have some kind of resist hellscape. Resist anybody out there have any ideas what we should do right now? There was Throw someone. Snow in the bag. Say what? Throw snow in the bag. Maybe it'll put out the fires. <laughs> <laughs> How much snow are we gonna throw in the bag? All of it. I, I, I take a handful of snow and I throw it in the bag. You take a handful of snow and throw it into the bag. Sharpie, a handful of snow comes and falls onto the floor. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, really fixed everything. <laughs> I'm coming out. I go out through the hole. I th- I know I had some kind of resist uh, elements. Uh, I think you have. I think all of you have cloaks of resistance. Yeah. Great. Okay. We put them all on. All right. Come on, Heldor, as as <laughs> Christoberg or no, oh no, Mulrain. Do Mulrain. we see anything? You see nothing. It's all tundra style. Wait a second. You see something. Part Uh-oh. of the whiteness of the tundra is moving, moving towards you. Uh-oh. Looks like a large uh, humanoid figure, maybe about seven or eight feet tall. This would probably be an ally. <laughs> right? Someone that will help us out. Why don't you go up there and... Uh, I, I go up there and I go, hey, how's it going? I, inter- I introduce myself to him. <laughs> How do you do? I'm Cork. And uh, just, just introducing myself to who knows who. It's pretty far off, but you do that, and it shuffles closer to you. It seems like a big, hairy, hairy man sort of thing covered in white fur. It's uh, These things are always misunderstood. It's like a, it's like a Yeti situation. But like a Harry Henderson kind of Yeti. It's a Harry. It's a Harry. Yo-ho! We love you! It continues to draw closer. We don't judge you for being a monster. Oh, don't use the M word. (laughs) That's their word. (laughs) Are you you human splaining? uh, (laughs) The M word. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. Hello. 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 Let's uh, let's, go. Hello. My name is my name's uh Sharpie Butzalot. I I love you. You're a Yeti. You're super intelligent and misunderstood and you're going to help us out. The Yeti continues drawing nearer and then you see it move its arm and a, a large frozen net comes over all of your bodies. Oh. oh. He's giving us a blanket with holes in it. <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Heldor. Heldor, everybody. Heldor, Thank you, you soccer consultants. Thank you, guy that was bored with the soccer talk. Thank you very much. I, I, I could. I, I agree. Uh, thank you. Uh, who else talked? Camille Nanjiani, no, thank you, Tumor Boy. Tumor Boy. Promote the X Files podcast Absolutely, again. Absolutely, yeah. X Files files on Feral. We talk about X Files. Dan's done it. He's gonna do it again. Uh, listen to it. Thank you very much, everybody. Spencer Crittenden, Camille Nanjiani. I'm Jeff Davis. One more time for the mayor, Dan Harmon. It is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on Feral Audio. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multidimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.